following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Well, before um, before we get started, um, I would like to, or we would like to give um, a few shouts out to um, some listeners who went on to Spreaker and gave us some feedback. That was really cool. Um, some positive feedback. So we want to give a special shout out to Quietly Outspoken, Siobhan P. and Chantelle L., Three listeners that shouted out to us, um, gave us some positive feedback about um, episode five, the best Punani ever. Oh my God. That title, though. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, that's, hey, that was the title and that's what we did. But, I get it. Well, that's what it was and that's what it is. So, again, that. Do you have the, the comments? Do you, you have it in front of you exactly what they said? No, the comments were, uh, because of the um, editing that had to be done, the comments were taken down. Oh, no. Yes, yes, yes. So we had had some technical difficulties and we had to um, upload. Re-upload. Re-upload episode five. And when the other one was taken down, the comments that were put up were um, taken down as well. So, but that's okay. We know they were there. Um, the quietly outspoken, I, I don't know who she is. She said um, that she loved the authenticity of the um, of the show, that the topics were relatable, and she enjoyed listening. I thought that was very nice. Um, Siobhan P said, keep up the good work. You guys are funny, something to that effect. And Chantel, okay, keeping full disclosure, Chantel is my daughter. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, okay. she said that um, she listens to the podcast when she's doing her work, and it cracks her up. I thought that was pretty cool. So, I'm hey. like, what, what did you write them down or something? No, I because I, I well I read them a hundred times because I was so oh. happy. Oh okay. <laughs> Look, I was so excited to get some feedback. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we got some feedback from uh, Rosalind Laurie. She said we are crazy. <laughs> well, listen. So this leads me to say, make sure y'all listen to the show, like, comment, and share. Because as you can see, we get really excited when we get comments and we definitely want you to share. So like, comment, and share. Yes. Like, comment, share. Hashtag like, comment, share. <laughs> yes. So okay, hashtag lady. I know, right? But that was that was pretty cool. And um, we want to get more feedback. And then towards the end of this show, we got some 
extra, extra, extra special good news. Um, but we'll share that at the end because it's going to be actually a part of the show. So, sis. So, how's the week and what's on your mind right now? Um, right this second, you want me to be like totally and completely honest? <laughs> Uh, look, 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 look. Okay. Okay. What's on my mind right this second is trying to figure out what the hell costochondritis is. What? I'm about to Google it. I don't know. Somebody got costochondritis, and I don't know what that is. Okay. Who is the somebody that got costochondritis? What is a former co-worker, boss lady, person? Oh, okay. we better find out what it is. Well, you know I'm gonna Google it. Ooh, okay. well, I, it's inflammation of the cartilage that connects the rib to the breastbone. Oh, okay. Well, I have bruised my cartilage in my ribs with my broken bones. It is painful. So yeah. I have a, what it is? Congo chondritis. Costochondritis. Okay, I thought you were saying you wanted to go to Costco, Costco, <laughs> and get some and get some dryness. <laughs> well, it it usually goes away on its own, and it's it's an inflammation, so it's not serious, but it can can cause anxiety. Okay, and I don't know about the anxiety, but I bet it can be painful because when my when I tore the college cartilage when I you know when I broke my ribs, mm -hmm. holy cow! Mm. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's oh, what's on your mind. Anything else besides your coworkers' Costco chondritis on your mind? No, just a quick medical moment for those of you that didn't know. Now you do. Well, no. um, well, why don't you tell why don't you tell the listeners that uh, twenty years ago you wanted to be a medical doctor? <laughs> So now that's what's on my mind. Um, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I, and I still do. Um, <laughs> I still do. I just, there's some aspects of it that I've come to realize I may not be able to handle at this time in my life. Okay. So it, I have to live vicariously through the characters of Grey's Anatomy. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You will not say that. I'm sorry. I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were going to tell me a friend that you have that's a medical doctor. She told my yeah, goodness. Well, I was going to say I don't know any real doctors, but that's not true. I do, but I don't know them in their jobs necessarily. Okay. But, yeah, so I just have to live through the characters of Grey's Anatomy um, because my, I don't know, I think my doctor dreams may be gone. I don't know that I could go to medical school and actually be the pediatrician that I initially set out to be it's yeah it's never too late yeah that's what they say it's never too late some lady um back in i think it was last december or either this may she was like 90 years old and she graduated with her bachelor's degree uh -huh. oh yeah. wow yeah it was on the news so it's never too late you just gotta if you want to make it happen make it happen yeah you're right my little sister is doctor <laughs> I'll be living vicariously through you and get some free medical care. <laughs> I know that's right. Well, you know, well, I'll I'll continue to stew on it. 
Okay. But if I get to 45 and I ain't there yet, then the stewing is over. Okay. Well, I want you to think about it and make it happen. Follow, okay. Follow your dream, sis. Follow your dream. Right. Just like I had to have a baby by the time I was 35. Oh. That worked. <laughs> Look, okay. <laughs> so if I, I got to be a doctor by, by the time I'm 45. So see what it's what five years of med school and something 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 you can do 45 and you have 30 some years to to live that dream out that's good yeah i gotta be in it but i gotta be in it by the time i'm 45 if i don't if i ain't in it by the time i'm 45 it's gone okay all right you have to hold me down don't put limitations on it just do it go look into it what else what else you got on my mind uh Oh, man, man, listen, these fires that I'm just hearing about in L.A., oh, I got a friend out there. Oh, like videos and stuff. It's right there by her. Oh, like in it. I know. Where exactly does she live? Where does she? That's uh, what? What's her name? Tressie. Yes, Tressie. Where where does she? Where does she live? Shout out to Big Dog. Um, What's happening? She's in, well, she's in LA. I mean, I guess in Ventura County, where where it's happening. Um, she live out out in that area, and uh, oh, she's yeah. taking videos from the car outside the house. And sis, it looked like hell, like not like hell, like it looked bad, like it looked like hell, like yeah. probably what hell looked like. If I- there is a hell, that is what it looked like. Yeah, I know. I know. I saw it this morning. Now, it's funny that that's on your mind right now, probably because Tressie's out there, but that was going to be my one of my one of our one of my topics for got nothing to do with nothing because you don't hear about wildfire wildfires no place else but California. L.A. to be exact. You know, and then you remember over the summer they had that one. I forgot the name of it, but it it was like a month long. It burned like nine hundred eighty thousand acres. Yes. So what is it with that's going on in California? What these got during wildfire? Wildfire. Get it, girl. Why am I got? Why am I tongue twisted? going on? You know, and I don't know why we try to do this at ten o'clock at night because you know, twelve o'clock. You know, I'm gonna flub up something now. Both of our brains be on shutdown mode, but it's okay. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, I you know, the church folk would say that the folk over there doing some foolery, and that's why I guarantee you it's uh, out here somewhere that's got their theories about why these fires happen in California. Okay. But I don't know. It's I that's it's been a mystery to me, but I'm you know. I'm hoping that my friend gonna do what she got to do to get up out of there or, you know, whatever it is she need to do to stay safe. Well, now, you know, the, the last big one that was out there this summer, it mm-hmm. was like a mile and a half from Oprah's mansion. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She so, had all kind of ash and. Yeah. So I'm just like. Or whatever it was in her yard. You said it's Tressy. T-R-E-S-S-I. E. Well. Tressie, I don't know if you're listening to us. We're thinking about you, and we hope the fire goes out by the time it gets to you. But if it don't, don't worry about the material things. Get up out of the hell out. Yes, 
you know, and, and this is what, oh my God, people are like, oh my God, I've lost everything. Girl, you got your life. Right. Hopefully you, had, hopefully you had insurance. If you don't, that's okay. You can replace that stuff. You can't replace your life. It's okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Girl, get out. Get out. And then I know on that one from the from the summer, the man went back in the fire, sis, to mm. see the dog. Him and the dog died. Oh Lord. Yes. Yes. Oh, now, I can't tell you right now that if something like that happened to me that I wouldn't run back in to get Poco. I'm not going to even lie. Because your first instinct, they're just like your children. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Course. I can't say that I would not run back in to try to get Poco. But yes, the man yeah. went back in the house. You probably would. I, 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 I probably, probably would. Probably would, yeah. But anyway, okay. All right. Anything else on your mind? Eh. Um, I mean, not anything outside of, you know, kind of what what I plan to cover today. Okay. okay. All is well. The week went pretty smoothly um nothing major gosh i always have to think back over the week like what in the hell happened this week uh yeah i think the week was smooth you know still fighting that angst but you know it it uh every day is a different day mm-hmm. some and- days easier than other some days is good, some days it's bad, and some days it's worse than others. Yep, you just have to yep. kind of just work your way through it. Trust yeah, me. It's, it's been a pretty quiet week. Um, you know, nothing, nothing major. Oh, there is something major. I did something this week. Oh. I went back to Zumba. Ooh, ooh. Okay. <laughs> I went back to my Zumba class, and I'm so glad that I did. Wait a minute, wait a minute now. How long has the sabbatical been? Okay, so when we go to class, the instructor, she usually, we take a picture at the end of class and she'll post it on her Facebook. Okay. So I had, I sat there yesterday and scrolled all the way through all the pictures to go back to when was the last time I was there. And it appears as though the last time I was there was in July. Oh, July, wait, 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 August, September, October. Why are you counting months, man? Damn, sis. Really? Look, you set out a quarter. <laughs> We're going to count months? You set out a quarter of the year. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but the main thing is you got, you got committed and you went back. That's what and I mean. went back and she just happened to do some of the the older stuff that I knew so okay. I wasn't lost and I remembered it and it was great. Okay, quick question about Zumba before I get started with my thing. Um, do you have is it like, what type of music do they play in Zumba class? Um, It's a variety. Some of it is um, um, you know salsa merengue samba but it, it does have that uh, but, feeling. It has that Caribbean feel to it. it flavor. Some of it is, um, you know, uh, Jamaican artists, like reggae type stuff or, or a mixture of the two. Okay. And, you know, some of the stuff that we hear every day on the radio. It's okay. just you got to mix. 
Okay, that's what I was wondering. Like, do they play like the Temptations, or is it all like Caribbean flavor? That's what I was wondering. Yeah, mostly Caribbean flavor. Um, but like we did our cool down to you know where we kind of just stretching it out and cooling it down at the end to boot up. So oh. it just kind of depends. All right, Ella May. All right, yeah. Ella May. All right. I like LMA. Yes, honey. And honey, that booed up. I was so sick of tired head booed up. Um, mm-hmm. Holy trap. Edison's singing it now. Mama, turn it up. Every it up. five minutes booed up was on. But you know, she got a new one out called Trip. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, Trip. Yes, yes. I like that one too. That's pretty cool. Okay. All right. Is it my turn yet? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Um... Hmm. How was the week? The week has been anticlimactic. Um, you know, I started my new position with my same job. Right. I had no earthly idea what I was doing. Um, but luckily, I'm a little smart, you know. And um, so by today, I had my own little system going, sis. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't well, I know you and your systems. As long as you can put it in a system and that system works, that's all that matters. So um, I had a very productive day today. So I think that I'm going to like what I'm doing. Um, okay. That's pretty good. Today was one of the most ugliest, dreariest days. It just uh-huh. it existed all day long. Yeah. You know, it was not cute. It was was like it wasn't raining. It wasn't drizzling. It was just this fine mist, just enough to just make the weather. I mean, make the traffic bad and you can't hardly see, but, you know, and all that. But um, that's that's about it. Let me see. Anything else going on for the week? No, everything is pretty kind of status quo. It's been a good week. Oh, I can report, girl, the stress and the knots are gone. Shout out, oh, to Dr. shout out to Dr. Deidre Tumor Clowney, my, oh, okay. my internist, the, the medicine that starts with the M and the M that I can't pronounce. Right. Girl, my joints and my back and everything, girl, I feel like I'm 25 instead of 50. Oh, get it now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So Dr. Tumor, Tumor, uh, she's over in West Columbia for anybody who needs a doctor. She, she's bad. She is she is good. But anyway, um, yeah, so like, week is good. Week is good. And then, of course, you know, I talked to my sister 50 11 times this week. And, uh, and, we, and we text about probably four, five hundred. <laughs> yeah, we good. We good. So, you know. <laughs> OK, well, um, so that that's about that's it for me, sis. I mean, I'm just, um, you know, today it's been a good week. It's been a good day. Try not to complain because it's somebody out there that's way worse off than I am. And I'm not that worse off. So, you know, what I'm saying try not to complain. Just try to keep getting better and doing what we do. Right. Right. Good deal. OK. OK. Well, um, guys, we're going to try a little something different tonight. We were feeling kind of brand new and we decided that we were just gonna do or just go off the cuff what you think sis can we do it we can do it i mean because we just wanted to talk to you guys like we talk to each other so we decided kind of no segments 
no specific topics. We're just going to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about because that's, that's what we do. <laughs> and that's why it's A-E-N. Anything, everything, and nothing. So, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, sis, how you, you want to start? What you want to do? Mm-mm. Just go ahead. What, what's on your mind? Okay. Well, this is not really what's on my mind, but I want to ask you, did you hear about um, LeBron James and the Instagram post? Uh-oh. No, ma'am. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Okay. Now, you know, I'm not necessarily, I like LeBron, you know, I'm from the old school, so I like MJ, but now, you know, LeBron James, his Instagram account is King James. So, you know, it's verified and that's him. Right. So here he go liking a post by some girl called the Big Tit Chick. Uh Oh, She's a white girl. She had on, it's a real interesting pic. You know, like, I guess she's trying to be sexy or something, but oh. it was a like by King James. Oh. So my question to you is this, is, is it okay for LeBron to be liking the big tick chick on Instagram when you got beautiful Savannah laying next to you every night? I feel some type of way about that. Okay, was was she was it a, it was just a picture? It was a yeah, she she posted a picture of herself. Um she had on some very some booty shorts, you know, on the sneakers with the socks up, kind of like a I guess it was supposed to be a sexy pic. I don't know, but okay. she did it. She had really big tits. I guess that's why that's her name. Oh. But is it appropriate for him to like that? And now, let, let me let me let me put out the word allegedly, but they said it was. I was watching the thing, watching TMZ Sports, and they said that it was the verified account of LeBron. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I like that or not. Now, what is her name? What is whose name? The girl. I don't know. It's like Big Tit Chick or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know, but she's she's a white girl. And you know I'm she had that in my Google. <laughs> okay, and, and I might be off a little bit, but it's something like that. But the the, the oh. point the point of the purpose of the podcast is is that okay? When you type "big chick, big kid chick" in your Google, you get yeah. all kind of foolishness. Okay, well, and, and back up out of that. Try try um LeBron James like Instagram post or something like that. And I want to go out and say allegedly because, you know, I don't know, but we'll say allegedly. But would you answer my question? Is that appropriate for him to like it? If he did that, is that appropriate? Exactly. Exactly. I think that's disrespectful because it's that picture. It's not like it was a picture of a flower. You know what I'm saying? Because if I was that woman and LeBron James liked my picture and I'm in California, you know, I'm going to try to find him. I'm going to try to find him at one of the hotels while they're playing. I can't find what, we, what we're discussing. 
I can't find it in Google, but as his significant other, yes, I would feel some type, definitely feel some type of way about it, because I have I have made comments about, well, what you like in that stuff? Okay. Did you just like that? <laughs> you know, all that foolery. So, if I was his significant other, I probably would have some sort of something to say about unless the two of us were looking at it together and we both agreed it was a nice picture okay well here's the thing it well i guess because i'm not a man it wasn't nothing about the picture that was nice like like if i was if i'm with my if i'm with my partner and then there's somebody that we both think are pretty or whatever that's okay but i it wasn't pretty it was kind of skanky looking you know what i'm saying and she was like, she had big hips, the big tits, the, I want to say her hair was colored. Um, you know, it just looked, uh, she just looked like old cheap skanky hoe, you know? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, LeBron, now let me tell you what else is. Let me tell you. Now, you know, LeBron has been married to Savannah all these years. They've been together since high school. My fear is that he's going to go out there in Hollywood and California and the temptation going to be too great. I did not want him to sign with the Lakers because the whole Hollywood, you know, women and just going to be throwing themselves at him. And I just got a feeling that this might be the thing. I'm hoping not because it's been he he's that he's that figure that I thought it would have already happened by now. But when he because in Cleveland, he's the man, not a whole lot going on in Cleveland. But, honey, you got every type of woman out there in California. Right. And I'm talking about beautiful. And Savannah is beautiful in her own right. But, honey, you talking about a whole nother level of celebrity status when you get to Hollywood. Right. So but anyway, I just I was just like, no, LeBron, you can't like that when you got Savannah at the house. You know, if you're going you to like that, you got to go make a fake account or something. You can't let that come from your King James. Well, know? apparently she done like some other people's booty pics, too. Well, that, well, that's what it said. It said, it, and they said he loved white women. Okay. Yes. Well, this so, chick right here ain't white, but. Well, no, this 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 girl was white, but you, you would not you would not miss the pic because it's her standing like on a sidewalk. So yeah. you, you wouldn't miss it. Just I keep- bring it up. It ain't coming up for me. I'm bringing up old news about him liking booty pics. Okay, well, listen, Um, you know, it, it might have caused a stir. LeBron might have paid somebody to take that damn thing down. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> that might have caused some problems at his house. You know what I'm saying? Well, what news outlet did this come up on? Who is talking about this? Uh, well, first of all, this was uh, a week ago, um, and you know I get the whole celebrity news MTO media takeout. Okay, you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it was on media takeout. No, 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 no. Since I was listening, to, I was watching um, TMZ Sports. That's what it was. It was TMZ Sports. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but that that was that was the one thing right there. I was like, okay, okay. I I don't I don't like that for LeBron. Um, you want to go next or you want me to go next since we off the cuff? Well, listen, I will go and what I will bring up is apparently there are new babies on the horizon. There's <laughs> new babies out there. You pregnant? In the entertainment world. Who? <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> pregnant with one. 
you said new babies on the horizon. I'm like, oh Lord, what's going on? Okay. I'm pregnant with what? Okay. By who? Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm pregnant with some ice cream right now. That's about it. What flavor, baby? What flavor? Girl, some hagen dazs Swiss almond vanilla something of Yes, sir. Yes. yes. You get your sister an almond bar, honey. Oh my God. They I, so got you. I got you. Now that I know that like yeah. I got you. Okay. Okay. Well, one. But that's the only thing I'm pregnant with. No, uh, it's some other people that done had some babies. Well, um, let me see if I can guess who you're talking about. Let me see. Gabrielle and Dwayne Wade. All right. That's one of them. Oh, it's some more? Yes, honey. Oh, who else? Kenya Moore has had her baby, honey. Oh, yes, she did. Yes, she did. She had a baby girl. Yes, she and did. Have little girls. Yes, yes. That their forty something selves will be raising. Well, listen. When the hell did Gabrielle Union turn forty six years old? Listen, I girl. Listen. I when I saw that, I was like, Gabrielle's almost fifty. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me say this right here. Okay. We gonna go back to an episode or two ago. What she doing is working because what Jasmine got doing ain't working no more. Gabrielle looks good. She yeah. looks good. Well, Gabrielle, I mean, all of them in these these late forties going into fifty. Gabrielle, Jada, Nia, Taraji. Okay, let me see. Look good. Look good. Look good. Kenya. Okay. Kenya too. Kenya more. Yeah, I think I think Kenya might be already pushing fifty. Isn't she fifty already? No, I don't think she. Uh, she's forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine, maybe. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, with with Gab Gabrielle in there. Okay. Now, you know, you my medical expert, right? Oh, in, in our other life. Now, tell me about, and and I kind of, I Googled it a little bit, but I, I was going to see if you, you probably know it right offhand because you know you're smart like that. Oh, thank you. So, they had a surrogate carry the baby, right? Because Gabrielle had like eight or nine miscarriages or something like that. That is way too many. Yes. Okay. So, tell me about surrogacy. I like in my head, I know, but I've never had a conversation about it with anybody because I don't know anybody who who was a surrogate. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I mean, literally, you know, in some cases, in in the case that you want, in most cases, in their case, you um take her her egg, his sperm, put it together. And implanted into somebody else's uterus. Okay. So somebody else is carrying your baby. They just okay. doing the carrying part. They ain't create the baby. Okay, that was going to be my question. So it's actually Gabrielle's egg mm -hmm. and Dwayne's sperm. Right. So it's their baby. Right. Okay. Now let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. How do we know that? How do we know that it's her egg and his sperm? Well, now we don't know. <laughs> no, 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 what I'm saying, like, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. So I'm like, how about if the doctor just decide to have fun and say, what the hell? I don't feel like doing oh, no. Now that can happen. But I guarantee, I guarantee you that they did some blood work and matched them genes to make sure. Okay. Well, Why? Because they can do that because they got the money to do it. Okay. Okay. Well, I would be willing to bet. The amount of money that they paid to do it, that they got genetic test run. Okay. Well, 
I'm happy for them because of her struggle. But oh. I, as, as a matter of fact, since I heard that yesterday while I was watching TMZ Sports again, um, they were talking about because Dwayne Wade missed the game the other night for personal reasons. And oh. the personal reason was because um, Gabrielle, well, the, surrog- the, the surrogate, you know, had the baby. So they didn't even tell us that they were doing that. Well, because exact great. That's exactly right. So first of all, they must have paid the surrogate plenty money because she kept completely quiet. I'm talking about we didn't hear. Even the people on the news were like, "Boy, they kept that quiet. We didn't hear nothing about that." You know what I'm saying? Girl, into their house, probably. Yes. They should have called me and asked me to do it. I would have done it. You know what? I sure would. You know what? On the phone, I would carry a baby for her. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I would have had to. Well, see, see what had happened was when Nicole first, when her situation first happened, it was a matter of not having eggs. So she needed eggs and she was wanting to get an egg from a family member. So it'd be in the family. But then she had the rest of the surgery because she would have been able to carry it. Back then, but she had the rest of the surgery, and now she can't carry either. So I was like, "Girl, I carry the big place." You, you are one of the, one of the people that I think likes being pregnant. You know, yeah. like yeah, because you know, like when when you're pregnant, you're you're a happy pregnant person. Yeah, yeah, I you know, like it. Yeah, you like like you embrace motherhood and having the baby and the baby growing and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. But a lot of people like you can really feel it with you. You know. So I think you're such a great mom and you give everything you got to your children because you 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 give everything to motherhood. You know what I'm saying? From from conception to delivery. You know what I'm saying? Oh yes. Yeah. Games with them babies. Yeah. And I have enjoyed being pregnant. I have. Okay. Yeah. You get to that uncomfortable stage where you want them jokers out of there. But it is a very moving and just oh my goodness. I don't even emotional, wonderful experience. All right. When and when you get to the point where you feel the baby move, it's just the most amazing thing ever. Oh wow. Okay. Look, you about to cry over there? No. <laughs> Damn, you looking, getting all sentimental? No. Okay. As, as I sit here and watch Edison play under my cover, no. Okay, listen, I was about to go get some tissue or something. I'm like, get that. Let me go. You thought you were about to start crying or something over there? No, ma'am. I'm good. Okay. But it, it is amazing. Okay, well, can, can, I, can I go now? Can I say something? Yes. Okay, let me say something. You know who the sexiest man alive is? Okay. Girl. Yes. Listen, did you see the cover? Oh. Yes. Yes. Let me tell you something. Idris. Yes, honey. Let me tell you something, honey. Idris, that picture on People magazine on that cover. Mm. Lord have mercy. Mm. That's all I can say. You remember how we used to have posters on the wall back in the day? Girl, listen, Lynn, I don't know how he won, but he should have won. And yes, he is the sexiest man alive. Holy. Uh, 
let me let me ask you this, sis. And tell me if you I'm gonna see if we think alike. Okay. For me, you got you got like I'm talking about men. Okay, so I'm talking about men first. So for me, you got cute, you got sexy and fine. Okay. Okay, for me, cute is strictly about the face, nothing else. Okay, right, right. Fine for me is about the body. Okay, uh-huh. is the face and the body. So for me, Idris Elba is a sexy man, which means he is handsome and he's fine. Yes. Okay. Um, let me tell you who else I think is sexy. Shamar Moore. Oh my lord. Mm-hmm. Honey, see, good looking, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now here's another one. LeBron James, I think, is fine, but he's not cute or sexy. He is fine as hell. LeBron, but he don't really look to me. He's not a handsome man, but his body is out of this world. Okay. So you know what I'm saying. So do do you ever do you break men down like that? I have I have not quite done it like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I agree with with I agree with your breakdown. Okay. What's the What's the dude that you were so in love with? Um, this the movie. Ooh. Um, wrote the book. And oh, were, back in the day. Back in the day. What's Hill his name? Harper. Okay, Hill Harper. Would you call him sexy, fine, or handsome? Well, see, when you break it down the way you broke it down, mm-hmm. Hill is handsome. Okay. Or so, cute. J- just face-wise, he has a very good-looking face. Yes. Okay. I don't know what his body looked like because we ain't never seen it. I mean, you can see him in clothes. You can see him when oh, he kind of, and the I mean, in the sweater, you know, the picture that I have with him that day, he he had on something that was kind of fitted, and he did he does have a nice body. Is you know, but he kind of short. You know, he kind of short. He appears he appears tall on TV. Yeah, no, he's short. She said, "Yeah, no, okay." Have you seen the picture of that I have with him now? You probably did back then. I did because it was at Dent Middle School, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw it. I saw it. I, I saw it. I don't know where that picture is right this moment, but see, you gonna make me look for it. <laughs> <laughs> for it right now, please don't look for it right now. But he, okay, but he, yes, he is. He is handsome. He is handsome. Okay, but yeah, that that's kind of how I do. When I judge how people, you know, do the whole. They go your nephew, man. Yeah, I, I, hey, hey, Edison, Edison, he's like, nah, not tonight. He was like, he was like Poco last week. Exactly, really, dude. I tell you, this is why I ain't get the job. Okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah. um, out of out of the the sexiest men in the book, you well, know, it was only seven of us out of the fifty. Well, listen, well, I, as you, I'm just saying. I'm just wait, saying. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me do a sexy. Okay, do a sexy. The Momoa man. What the man name? The who? Momoa. Um. The Momoa. What's, what's her face? Husband. Lisa Bonet. Husband. Lisa Bonet. Husband. Yes. Is it Jason? Girl, I don't know. I, I don't know who Lisa Bonet's husband is. Oh Lord, are you serious? Yes, Jason Momoa. Well, please Google him right now. 
Oh, no, huh? You know, I can't multitask like that. I'll look at what's his name? Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yes. M O M O A. That's what I put down. Okay. Oh, Lord. He looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Please go find that man. Okay. Jason Momoa. Okay. Well, my dark chocolate Morris chestnut wasn't on there. And I, I felt oh, some type of way. I feel some type of way. They had Craig Melvin. They had Craig Melvin as well. Six minutes. I'm like, what? I mean, okay, Craig. Hey, Craig. I know you're a homeboy and everything. Shout out to Craig. W-I-S-T-B. I was like, well, maybe Craig could be one of the sexiest news anchors alive, but I don't, I don't see Craig as one of the... Well, look, Craig might say, I don't think you sexy either. <laughs> but wait a minute. He was on the list for sexiest man alive? He was one of the seven brothers. Yeah. Oh no. No, right. And I, I, not Morris Chestnut. Maybe has Morris Chestnut ever been on there? He had to have been, I'm sure. Oh, I'm my gosh. He had to have been. So I don't know. But anyway, that was just ooh, girl, when I, I, I listen. Listen. I need you to go find Jason. I'm gonna find Jason Momoa. But let me tell you what I did. Full disclosure. Girl, we got the People magazine. And I just hugged it. I was like, "Ooh, Jesus!" Ooh, ooh. I know. Like good day. And then he got the he got the salt and pepper beard. And I was like, "Yes." Oh, yes. And then don't let him talk. I wish yes. the magazine could talk. Oh, it does not make any sense for somebody to be that damn fine. Oh, don't let him, don't let him open his mouth. Make him milk. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I'm not about Idris, but I just had to tell you that I was like, "Oh, okay." Whew, girl. Ooh, ooh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, listen. Go find Jason. Okay, Jason, Jason Momoa. As soon as we get off thing, as soon as we end Ooh, the podcast, we'll find him. Okay. Okay. So then, look off the cuff. Go. Okay, so I'm gonna rewind for a second and go back to to Dwayne Wade and and, and Gabrielle for a second. Okay, hold on, Lynn. Lynn. Yes. That was the rewind. That was oh, the rewind. Okay. You so dumb. <laughs> okay, so remember when we were talking earlier, one you know, one of them fifty eleven times. Yes. You remember when you was like, "What you doing?" And I told you I was reading, right? Yes. Okay, so I was reading the comments um, regarding Dwayne Wade's post about the baby, and they were in the hospital and sitting in the hospital bed. Yes, I saw and- that. You saw that? Okay. So most people were congratulatory and, you know, oh, I'm so happy for y'all. And then I started seeing people saying, I can't believe y'all got negative comments on here, blah, blah, blah. So I had to keep on scrolling to find a negative comment. Well, there was people that, you know, just made comments like, why is she sitting up there on the bed? Like, she just had the baby. Oh, here they go. Here they go. Why she's sitting on the bed like she just pushed the baby out and all this? I was like, Lord, why people gotta be so ignorant? That's why. See, that's why I don't like putting stuff. That's why I don't post right there. See what you know why? Because she was in there with her surrogate and she did go through it. That's why. Exactly. That's why. Exactly. Sick. Oh, and you know, and I never saw where somebody said anything about somebody being less of a mother because they didn't actually have the baby, but people were saying she's not less any less of a mother, blah 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 blah. But I was just like, 
y'all, what is wrong with people? Lynn, they have nothing else to do. And I think that, well, remember when I, remember Lynn, when we, on our first episode, and I was talking about, you know, the Facebook etiquette. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I post a pic, like I post a pic of me and my nephew for his birthday. If you think it's an ugly pic and you say that, uh-huh. you see what I'm saying? Like, hold your ass on by if you think it's ugly. You ain't say you're supposed to, like, you're supposed to, I guess the etiquette is like, it's supposed to be kind of friendly or something, or, you know, all about the love or something. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't, but now they were, she had, she had the hospital gown on. And, yeah. um, and that was because she was doing skin to skin, you know, with the baby. Yeah, no, I don't know about that. Okay, but anyway, skin to skin contact. Okay, you know, so it helps with bonding. It's they call it in some cases kangarooing. When you oh. put the baby like down in your shirt, like I had to do with Edison. Okay, you. But yeah, it's you know to they promote the skin to skin to increase the bonding experience. Your skin against the baby skin. So that's why she had on hospital gown. Oh, okay. Well, Jeez. go ahead. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying, jeez, people. Well, I'm going to say for all those who have something negative to say, go get a damn life. How about that? Right. Go get, go get a life. Go get a life. Because, and see, I don't even know if I would even share something like that because of the foolishness that somebody else could put out there, you know, because mm-hmm. that's been the happiest moment. And I thought right. what he said, like the 11-7 would always be a special Day mm-hmm. number. I thought it was really nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm happy for them because I can't imagine being pregnant eight or nine times and that's losing true. eight or nine times. Yeah. I, and Lynn, I bet you that's why they didn't say anything. Yeah, that could be why. Yes, yes. That I bet could be why. Anything. That had to have been heartbreaking as a woman who, want, who wants to be a mother. Yes. You know, so. Here's what I want to know in my nosiness. Okay. I want to know about the service. How much did they pay you? Where did they find you? Did you live with them? What was it like? Yeah, I want to know all that. I'm going to tell you this. I Who? guarantee you that woman does not have to work probably again in her life. Oh. Should have been me. I promise you that. Because Dwayne Wade got plenty of money. Gabrielle got plenty of money. And the fact that she kept it a secret because you know, Lynn, it's paparazzi and all these people going through your trash and stuff. You can't tell me. So she must have signed that non-disclosure and kept her mouth shut. They probably gonna set her up in a house. She probably got a car and her bank account is full of money right now. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Game, how they say guarantee. I guarantee you that. Okay, that's good. But I'm just, I'm just curious. I just I'm just curious. I just want to know, you know. Okay. You know, okay. and let them know if they want another one to call me, girl. Mm. Okay. Look, at, at 46, I hope this I hope she'll be good. <laughs> she'll be good. You're already gonna be 56 when the baby 10. Oh, that's, that's all I'm saying. Oh. I have no idea she was 10 years older than Dwayne Wade. I don't know how oh. I miss Gabrielle being yeah, he's 36. What? Uh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Dwayne Wade should be two or three years older than LeBron. But <gasps> he, he is 36. Yes. I did not know that. Look, there was some tea for you, sis. Yes. So she's baby. Plus, whole years older than him? She's a whole decade older than him. Yes, ma'am. Wow. How about that? Okay. Um 
sis. Yeah. Off the cuff, why Angela Simmons' ex fiance dead? Oh, why is he dead? That's a hot mess. Why he dead in his garage at his house? Garage. His own garage. In Atlanta. Uh, uh, uh. Why the man turned himself in? Oh, he did? Oh, you didn't hear that? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I didn't hear that part. He turned himself in. What's today? Friday. He turned himself in Wednesday. And talking about he talking about, but he didn't kill him. Here you go. What did you turn in? <laughs> because I think somebody saw the car and all of that. But he's he's denying the murder. But he turned himself in. But he's been charged with murder. Oh my gosh. Now, I want to know why. Word on the street, allegedly. Word allegedly. on the street. We love you, Angela Simmons. If you ever listen to the Lenny Kim podcast. Um, yes, you do, girl. Word on the street was that that they got well, they got two words on the street. One was that he got some charges for some drug trafficking. Mm-hmm. Okay, allegedly. I'm saying allegedly. And some people were worried that he was going to snitch. Oh. Okay. Story number two out there is that um he and Angela were going through a pretty not so nice custody battle allegedly um over the son with their son son. Mm -hmm. yes so you just never know but you know what i say when you bite that life either way you live by the sword you die by the sword you know what i'm saying but wait okay so if it was a a custody battle that warranted so they're trying to say somebody killed him because of that no, I'm just telling you what the stories are out there. Now you can think, you can make up it what you want. I'm just saying the, I mean, st- the stories out there. You know, I'm sure. Um, Reb, Reb, what's his name? What's Reb Reb Ron. I'm get, I'm sure Reb Ron got somebody back there in the hood of Brooklyn that might take somebody out for him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, don't put it on the Reverend. Oh, you know. So oh, don't put it on the Reverend. What I'm saying is that the the word on the street is there was a pretty bad custody battle and then he was he got some drug trafficking charges so you just don't know or it could have been over a poker game i don't know but that's what the word on the street whatever is. it is it is super sad it's super sad yep 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 and yep. in line with that did you hear that one of the people that got killed in the got dog on bar massacre in california mm-hmm. was tamara Mari's Niece. Yes. Okay. Oh. Lynn, can we digress for one minute and go back to White Terrace? I digress. <laughs> Look, White Terrace meeting. Because again, I told y'all last week. Again, Lynn, again, you hit it right on the head. Somebody with the mass shootings. It was a white male terrorist. Here he go again. There he go. There he go. Lynn. And I don't know what his motive was. And it wasn't because they was black. No. They well, they said that um he was um he was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder from being over um in either Iraq or, or Afghanistan. I can't remember. Um, they said that he pinned a very disturbing note or letter on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, so here's my question, sis. When, yeah. you, when you see the posting that comes and says I think I want to kill the world or I think I want to go kill 12 people. You hit the button that says report. 
and and when you say when you hit send or post or share, somebody sees that. Yeah. But and Lynn, you can report. But Lynn, mm-hmm. did you hear? Did you hear that his mother was afraid of him? Oh Lord. Yes. Lord. Mother was afraid of him. Wow. He was very aggressive. Nine one one had been called on him. You know the, the same stories we always hear. Nobody. And now we got, they said he went in there, Lynn, and you, I, I thought back to what you said. Remember you saw the guy a couple of weeks ago in Walmart with the black, with the black, uh, Jack, the black, um, trench coat on? Yes. He walked in, he walked into the club with a black coat on. Now he had, I think, I think they said it was a Glock, but he had some apparatus put on it, sis, that made it semi-automatic something or the other. That's he was able to get so many rounds off. Yeah, the apparatus that they trying to do away with that is it that bump, stock, there, that bump that, stock thing? I think so. Okay, yes. But sis, send you your children or your children are going, mom, I'll be back. See you later. I'm going out to the club for the country night at the bar. Right. And then you come back and then it's 11 people dead. And they said because of the notification process, it was like 20 hours because they didn't know who was at the hospital. They didn't know who was inside dead. And it took like 20 hours for some of the families to be notified. Is that not the most horrible oh, thing? That is awful. Yes. And see, and here's the other thing. And, you know, those of y'all that know us know that Kim and I are in the mental health field. Yes. Those of you that don't, now you do. Um, This is another case of not following up with these cases. Yep. When somebody is trying to tell you, I'm scared of this person. This person is going to hurt somebody or themselves. Yes. But then y'all don't want to do shit about it until they do hurt somebody or themselves. Well, and you know. Oh, oh, damn. No, Lynn, what about the stupid ass law that says, um, well, if the person is not, has not physically done anything to himself or others, there's nothing that law enforcement can do. That's right. the most, it, no. So, yeah, he just said he going to kill me, but you're going to wait till he put a, neck, a, a knife in my neck to, to take him to jail. Right. Exactly. Me? It's man. Look, listen, sis, I, when I when I saw that and then because I know um Roz was saying um, that the the sister the sister it was the sister the was it sister yeah, sister Tamara actress, sister. it was Tamara her Mara. yeah her niece and I was like oh no but Wait, see now, her husband's her husband's niece okay it was her husband's niece but see now you got a little star power behind it something yeah. some of it you know some law something 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 but yeah. for the everyday folks man that was so sad yeah it's like it come on now. Nah. You know, and did you see? Oh my goodness! Did you see the man on the TV talking about his son? Yes, 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 yes. Make you want to cry. He was torn up. You're not supposed to say, "Okay, babe," or "Okay, okay, sis." I'll see you tomorrow, and then I never see you again. That's it's not supposed to happen like that. Mm-mm. You know, but one of the guys who was in there, he said that it was one of the witnesses. He said that um. The guy was a maniac. He called him a maniac. Mm. You know, and can you imagine all those people who survived, 
all those people now, sis, they'll they'll become if they were living in South Carolina, they will be coming to see me or you. You know what I'm saying? They, yes. So you got hundreds of people in there, eleven dead, twenty some injured, and the ones who escaped, they got to go through the guilt and the why. You know, yeah. and Lord, and then we can move on. You heard about EMDR. Yeah, you heard about the cop, right? Who 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 encountered the man? Yes. Lynn, he was on the phone with his wife. With his wife. I got to go. I got a call. I got to go. I got a call. I love you. I love you. Right. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I heard that and I just I just put my and I just shook my head and I was like, here's another one. Here's another one. Here's yeah. another one. You know? So when are y'all gonna do something about this? Why are crazy people allowed to get guns? I don't understand. Do a background check. If your ass was in Afghanistan, Iraq, wherever, and you were part of a war, then you you got to go through some things before you have to go through some type of psychological testing or something, you know. Or, and then you have to get treatment and all of that. But you know, you know how they do our vets? They go, they come back, they got post-traumatic stress disorder, and they're just kind of left out there to do what they do. Yeah. And then this type of thing happens. So, you know. And I guess they can get a gun because they're in the military. But that should be something that causes you to do further investigation, further, you know, um, protocols and process because you were in the military and a part of a war. Mm-hmm. And he was only 28 years old. So what? Where? 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 Where did he go? Where? Where? was that all about? Exactly. What was that all about? What war? Yeah. I, um. It must. It had to have been Afghanistan. But it don't even matter. Why? Why? And then the mama says she was scared of him. So, but then she there was nothing that she could do. She said she called the police, but there was nothing that he could do. Cause you know how they do, Lynn. You call the police. They be like, man, officer, officer. My mom is just upset, right. tripping. You know what I'm saying? And for those five minutes while they're interviewing them, they act like all their um, faculties are in order. The cops go, and then here comes the trouble again. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's just the way it goes. That's just the way it goes. So, but yeah, that was that was really 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 sad. I, that that hurt my heart when I saw that the other morning. They really need to do something about these guns and mental health. Yes, in the country, it's it's awful. Okay. It is awful. This does not happen in other countries. Why? No, no. Only, Why? Only in the United States. Yep. Only, only in the United States. You don't States. hear about this happening in England, Mm-mm. in Italy, in, in France, France, in, in, in Germany. You know, people. Hello. There's there in China. Yeah. In Japan. Come on, y'all. Yep. 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 So. Oh. Okay, but anyway, um, I'm moving to China. Okay, <laughs> okay, not not London or Paris. Watch. I'll go back to my roots. You gonna go, go back to ancestry.com. Go back to my ancestry. I'll go teach the Chinese kids how to speak English in person. Yes, not when Edison can get in, get on the computer and interrupt the interview. <laughs> Lynn. Okay, let's, let's, let's take a sidebar for a second. Off the cuff. Let's take a sidebar. Uh-huh. <laughs> what did Edison do while you were on the interview? Yeah, I'm sitting here. Hi, yes, my name is Malin Boykin. I've been a counselor for 13 years. Mommy! <laughs> Mommy! 
Um, excuse me one second. Mommy, can I have some candy? Um, TJ, I apologize. Can can I just can I be excused for one second? Thanks. What did he say, Liv? Nothing. What did TJ say? He ain't say nothing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Nothing. <laughs> That's the problem. Nothing. Okay, so Liv, you, I you came, back. came back and I thought he hung up, but he reappeared on the computer and he just went ahead and gave me my chance. Okay. <laughs> then what did Edison say? Did he keep on? He kept on. He came back. <laughs> Mommy, Mary. <laughs> then he was crying. And then it was, ah! I was just like, oh my God. So I went in the kitchen and I grabbed the bag of Halloween candy and I just gave him the whole bag. I was like, here, go in there. Just go. Wait a minute. Sis, take the whole bag with you. Did you tell the TJ man to hold on again? I did. <laughs> It was awful. It was so awful. Okay, so you told the the interviewer to hold on again. And then you went and gave Edison a whole damn Yeah, just take it. Just go. And then he was gone for the rest of the time. Oh, my God. Okay, that's funny. That's funny. Because I know you told me that Edison showed out but you never really did we never did discuss what actually happened what you say the man didn't have no he had no comment no comment no expression nothing i've never i've never had this experience before on an interview he was thinking most people take their children somewhere else when they have an interview (laughs) but not this woman (laughs) You should have said, uh, TJ, I wanted you to have the experience of having um, youngsters in the classroom. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna use them as an example. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. That is funny. That is funny as hell. Okay. Now, okay. Okay. Um, back to off the cuff. I just had to find out that was funny. That is funny. When yeah. any other time, if you needed Edison and Mir to be in the room, they would be in there watching TV, eating snacks. Plan and bother you. Oh yeah. It's oh, but and then if I want them to come and talk to somebody on the computer, right? It, it, I got to call them ten times, <laughs> and they come and say, "Hey, bye." Oh, okay. Oh Lord, okay. That was just in the house doing nothing. Off the doing just that. doing nothing, just sitting here. They would have been in a room, eating snacks, playing, watching TV. Enjoying themselves. Yes. Yes. I got something important to do. Can you come? Oh, Lord. Okay. That's funny. That's yeah. funny. The unexpected, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is too funny. And Lynn, you say he sent you an email at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. They said they would let me know in 20, it would be 24 to 48 hours. Nah, bro. It was like 12 hours. <laughs> they was like, no, ma'am. They would want you to call back and ask them nothing. Right. No, ma'am. Okay. Oh, Lord. Okay. We're not hired. Oh, my God. That is funny. That is funny. Okay. Sis, I got a off the cuff in the news. Mm. I know, right? Did you hear about the 14-year-old girl in Lumberton, North Carolina, who was kidnapped? Yes. 
Lynn. Oh. Why they found the car, but they didn't they find the girl. Found the car, they found the baby. They think they done seen the man, but they can't find the girl. Lynn. Why did the little girl go warm up the car and now she ain't never come back? See, and see that, and people always want to say, I'm so scary. Mm. You know, and you know, you, you, Kim, you too afraid. You you don't let your hair down. No, that's why. They, she She's 14. She can go turn the car on to warm the car on. And Lynn, she's gone. Mm-hmm. She's gone. And why you got on all black and a yellow bandana? Uh, walking around. Walking around. Walking around. Now, I will say this. I was very skeptical in the beginning. You know, 14, you get on Facebook, you get on Instagram, you do the whole catfish uh-huh. thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I was like, okay, I wonder was she on the internet? He's saying that she 10, he's saying that he's 15 or 16. Actually, he's some old crazed lunatic that's an older man. And but either way, Lynn, she's gone. And my my thing is now, it's about to be a week. Mm. Found the car, then and they haven't found her. Did he steal someone else's car? You know, I I don't know, but I don't that that made me sad, man. It made me sad. That's like some old TV foolishness. Exactly. Exactly. Something being a movie. That's that's what you think about. And I was like, Lumberton, and see, my thought is this, is okay, so here he is. You got some other lunatic watching the news, mm-hmm. and then, then it gives him an idea, him right. an idea. You know what I'm saying? Let me go target the next person that's outside warming up their car. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And I do it every morning. Okay. But now, so I'm thinking, okay, so if uh, McKinley, when McKinley turns 12 or 13, no, she won't go outside by herself to turn right. the car. Because see, right. all it takes is for it to happen to somebody else, and it's a wrap for me. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Listen, I in Walmart. Mir Mir like to get out the buggy and walk sometimes. Yeah. He also like to play and lag behind. I said, look him up. Oh, what's up? It will be no lagging behind. Behind. No, it ain't gonna be no lagging behind. Oh, you hear this? Oh, I muted. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. okay. I I, I'll grab him and put him back in the buggy or make him, you know, hold on to it while we're walking or whatever. I was like, Mir, somebody will snatch you in this store. You okay? They have no idea how quickly they can be snatched up. And Lynn, you know, and it's kind of weird, but you know, little Mike, my nephew, he's he's and that's for the audience's benefit to know, he's 10. And I damn near want to hold his hand when we out together. <laughs> like, seriously, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't think you can ever be too careful. You can't be holding medium mic hand now. Man, medium look here. Mic. Look here. Okay, can I put my hand around his shoulder? Can I put it? Oh, can I put it behind his neck? Like my used to be. You know? I, I, okay, I, I won't do the whole hand thing. But what I'm saying is, you can't go to another side of the store at 10. No, you can't go nowhere. No, we go together. Right. You can't go nowhere. No, hell no. Go outside and play. You remember back in the back in the day, Kim? Listen, back in the day, I used to come home from school. I don't know if I did my homework or not. I don't know. Anyway, I would go outside and be outside for the rest of the day. 
by myself. My mama didn't go outside with me. No. I'd be on my bike. Yeah. Skateboard. I'd be playing kickball with the other kids. Yes. And when we, that was when we lived in an apartment. When we lived in the house, I would be riding a bike up and down the street, up and around down. the neighborhood. Not today. Just me. Not today. I was less than 10 years old. Not today. Exactly. You could be outside then. We would be outside. Same thing. Playing kickball, playing dodgeball, riding a skateboard. We had skates. We had bicycles. We had one girl on the bicycle, and I'm riding behind her, holding on to the seat on the skateboard. You can't do it now. Mama then was in the house. You see what I'm saying? Mama then was in the house. You can't do it anymore. We would ride the bike. Me and Keisha, I'd go across the street, pick Keisha up. She ride the bike, and I'm on the handlebar. Yes, sir. Ride all the way around the corner to the store that ain't. When we get to that store that we would go to, we were no longer in sight of either one of our houses. Yes, ma'am. We were no longer in sight. We would ride a bike to that store or walk to that store or whatever. It was not on the same street that we lived on. It was around the corner, but it wasn't on the same street. We were out of sight. Okay. Uh, well, yes. So I wish I would let Mary Nelson walk around the corner. No. So um, for the listeners, keep your children close to you. Mm-hmm. Keep your children close to you. That's all I can say. Sis, I need to I need producer. Um, producer, are you here? I need some feedback from the producer. Let's see. Um, can you can you? Can yeah, you, I got it. I you got, got it. the producer? Barely. Okay. I'm going to try. Okay. Because I really want to talk about this, but I need some feedback from someone who's a teacher. Who do you have? Okay. Well, why are we waiting on that? Okay. Um, what you got? Oh, there was another baby born. There was three babies. Oh, Okay. Rick Ross. Oh yeah, named Billion. I had a baby boy named Billion. Why you? Why? I named baby Billion. Why? I need a towel. Why? Clean my hands. Hold on, Kim. Clean my hands. Yes, Hunter. Billion, which brings me. What I had, oh, wait a minute, we still, we, we here? Hello? Yeah, here, here, okay. here, here, here. Um, billion, okay, names. That that was on, on my list of things, uh, names. Ooh, yes, okay. Billion. Why we named the baby Billion? Um, hopefully Rick Ross has enough money that that child will never have to work again. Because right. why, why, why Billion? So his name is Billion Ross? Oh, Billion, actually the last name is Roberts. Billion Ross Roberts. Billion, you know, like four names. It doesn't even matter, sister. But but why? I mean, Brian, why got to be billion? Right. I I don't get that. I don't I don't get that. He want to make a billion dollars one day, I guess. Okay, well, and that's fine. Then you go ahead and do that. But why you got to put your put put that on your child? Right. Again, okay. hopefully it'll be enough babies. I mean, <laughs> it'll be enough money. They that. He don't have to worry about putting his name on the job application. Cause mm. well, since we're talking about names, sis, can 
okay, I'm all for everything. You know, me personally, I'm more of a traditionalist. You know, Mary Sue, Becky, you know, <laughs> May Lynn, Kim. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. Years ago, years ago, I um when I was when I was out in the field working, I had a client. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I don't think I can say her name because say my name. How can I say this? Because if you if I can't tell you her name, you won't understand the story. So okay. I wonder if I I'm gonna change the last name, which ain't gonna okay. make no difference. Which ain't gonna make no difference. But anyway, right. um, I'm gonna go for it, okay? And, okay. and hopefully, but her name, okay. I know what I'm. Not, I know what I'm gonna do because because of confidentiality, I'm not gonna say her first name and I'm not gonna say her last name, but I'm gonna give you her two middle names. Okay. And so she had blank. Alize Finesse Blank. That was her name. Hold on. Yes. That's enough right there. That's her name. Her middle name was Alize Finesse. That was the middle name. Her first name was so god awful. When I got to her, I was just like, um, how do you pronounce this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she she said, You pronounce it like this, but you can call me this. And I said, I will not. I, I will not. It was a nickname from the first name. I was like, I will not. I will not call you that. I, I And I will not call you that. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to call you girl. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell? Why, why would your mama your right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. So, okay. So that was that one. Now, I got another one for you. And if anybody, I'm sorry. Sis, what does D-O-M-I-N-I-C spell? We've talked about this. Okay. Wait a minute. Spell it again. D-O-M-I-N-I-C. D-O-M-I-N-I-C. Huh? Dominic. Say it again. Dominic. Okay. Dominic, right? Like in all languages, that says Dominic, right? Yeah. Well, the dude on WIS News. Yes. His name is... No, you said... What's his name, sister? What did he say? Dominic. Dominic. And use a Dominic lie. Use a Dominic lie. That's Dominique. I don't know why you're trying to be brand new. I don't know why your people trying to be brand new. Shout out to WIS TV News, but your name and is Dominic. Your name is Dominic. Right. Your name is not. What is it? What do you say? Dominic. What is it? Dominic. 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 Do you see a D E M in there anywhere? Nowhere. It, it's and, was, and, and if it was S, it would be an E on the end. It would be on the end. It's a D O M I N I C. Just okay. Embrace your name and say Dominic. Just, just, just embrace your name. Yeah. You know, that's like me saying my name is Kayamberly. You know? Yeah. Kimberly. <laughs> Sis. Well, listen, Edison got a little girl in his class named Birdie. 
Remember I told you that he had a little girl with a name? Yes. Her name is Birdie. Actually, Birdie. Mm-hmm. Like Birdie Jones. That's B- Yep. B-I-R-D-E-E. Now, remember I told you it was a name and it was cute for now. Because it is cute. Like, she a little teeny little girl, cute little blonde hair. She yeah. looked like a little birdie. Got a little pointy nose, like a little bird. Well, maybe maybe bird. when she was like a bird when she was born, and her then maybe her parents thought Birdie was cute. <laughs> but it is it's like cute for a little girl. But when you twenty five, is that still gonna be cute? Yeah, no, that's not gonna be cute. Birdie. No, <laughs> no, that's not gonna be cute. That's <laughs> Okay, okay, sis. So it works for a little teeny girl, and it works for a grandma. Yeah, you're in trouble. It don't work when you when you're 25 and you're trying to do the interview online with Jay with um the man. Jay, oh lord. But when you 95. Yes, yes. Birdie, birdie, come here, birdie. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's not cute. That's not cute. You got my tones. And and I just like people don't think about that now. Okay, um, guys, I have a wonderful, beautiful, lovely niece. Her name is Jayla. Shout out to Jayla. Hey, Jay. And Jayla has a little girl. Her name is McKinley. And she is pregnant now. And her baby, her baby's name, Jay, I mean, Lynn, is Marley J. Uh I think that's cute. It's a little Caucasian for me, but it's cute. Marfa Tweakler, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Or La Fentrecker. <laughs> how do you, then, like, when you're in the hospital, are you sitting around thinking how, I mean, they have these names with 16 syllables. How y'all make that up? Mm-hmm. Well, what about, what about LaDashia? La, L-A. L-A. Dash. D-A-S-H. No, Dash. Oh, 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 the Dash, the symbol Dash. Yeah, I'm assuming I A. Okay, wait a minute. This is an actual person's name. Or yes. you it no. Ladasia okay. has been around for a long time. Listen, shout out to Ladasia. That's a hot mess. Yeah. I'm put it out there. Ladasia, if you out there, I mean, we cool. And your name could have been real cool if we'd have gone and just spell that dash out. L-A-D-A-S-H-I-A. <laughs> When you said L.A. Dash, I was like, okay, yeah, L.A. D.A.S.H. That's why I said that. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Okay. Okay, sis. Um, we, we got our producer. Our producer our producer is ready for us. Oh, hey, clap. What's up? Yusuf. Yes, ma'am. I need ah, some feedback like from someone who, who has more experience in this question from anybody. Did you hear about the teacher who beat up the student in California? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. At what point, y'all, Yusuf, do, is it like all bets are off? Now, the young boy hit him with a basketball, got in his face, and called him nigger. Nigger, 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 nigger. When he hit him with the ball, as a teacher, Yusuf, do you always have to maintain restraint or is it sometime you say to hell with it, I got to get home to my family? Well, let me do this. Let me do this for your audience and then I, I'll give you the answer. I, okay. We actually covered this topic on, on the uh, Staley and English show 
uh, yesterday podcast. Oh, the, nice. the actual episode is is available now. Um, oh, I guess you gotta go listen to it. Yeah, no. What I'm gonna do for your audience is I'm gonna go ahead and play the audio from that. Oh, ain't that cute? Um, just so they can, just so they can get the gist, because I think that um, we could talk about it all day, but until they get, until they could actually hear what the, um, until your audience actually hears what is what this young man said to this adult, um, it, it it really doesn't know justice. So. <laughs> out so um we we talked about on the show yesterday basically was what's the what's the cutoff what's the boiling point at what point is it okay or you know or what is it for a teacher what's the next step and i guess that's what y'all are asking me right yes as a teacher when, when is enough enough or can it ever be enough enough well here's the thing all right, so the teacher in that instance, now first off, just some background in case your audience doesn't know or in case you didn't know, the actual teacher um, was jumped by students earlier in the year. Um, wow, did not know that. If you And then you notice at the towards the end of the altercation, another student jumps in in an attempt to jump him. Okay. Um, and what we talked about was the things that the teacher did wrong, so to speak, like what did he do that he shouldn't have done? Um, Like one, we felt as though he probably should have walked out of the room. Um, This is what they, they, they teach us to do. Um, Walk out of the room. That's one thing. Uh, Okay. They could have, he could have called the administration. um, uh, He could have kept distance between him and the kid. Um, There's a number of, there's a number of things that he did wrong. Um, Okay. But, if you want to, if you want to, you know, like Josh said yesterday on the show to peel back all the, it's a lot of layers to it. Okay. And we talked about the different layers and we talked about, well, you know, why are we, we did it on Facebook live. And one of the questions that was posed to us was why are these kids so angry? Um, and, and what we said was we bear the blunt of all that anger. And Josh's point was, these kids are angry because they're not loved. They don't, they don't, they don't know what love is. So when you have a teacher, like if, if the man been jumped at this school before, 
apparently he's been berated. He's been he still shows up to teach these kids every day. That's right. Okay. So he's showing them love even though they're showing him hate or their anger or they're taking out their anger on him. And so mm-hmm. I applaud him in that sense. And then after the fact, um, there's a news story that where the kids are actually coming to his defense. Yes. Um, Yusuf didn't have raised $85,000 for his lawyer. Yeah. For his lawyer. Um, That's right. And the community feels like, you know, this is, this is outrageous. These kids are outrageous. And then shoot. I don't know if you saw the other video from Baltimore. It's from not from Thursday, but from Wednesday where a girl punches this teacher in the face. Yeah. I saw that, you know, and, it's for us. And, and I said on the show last night, I said, I don't know. I've never been in that situation because I've always been able to control my classes. I've had a kid raise up on me before, but I've dealt with it because of my relationship with my students. Um, I've had kids cursing me and, you know, you, you, you have a little back and forth and then they, they eventually get out of your class. But the the thing there is and, and, and what. And what we were trying to get across last night is there is a tipping point. And what Josh said is that point is where it's life or death, where it's me or it's you. And I said, I've never been in a situation where students hit me with anything. And I don't know. The sad thing is, I don't know what I would do if I was put in that position. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, okay. and, and to speak a little bit freely on your show, like I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I do to one of these little moms. Like I, <laughs> yo, like the second you hit me, you just became a man. Okay. So I gotta beat your ass like a damn man, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm. That's why I wanted to get your feedback, just because you are actually in it. Because I'm like, I don't give a damn. I won't teach anymore. I'll go watch cars because at some time. When you cross the manhood barrier, it's a wrap. See, but Kim, they it's so much <clears throat> that's put in place. That's why I said the guy kind of put himself in that position. Now, the lady in Baltimore, she's a very well-respected uh, science teacher. They said she's uh, won a million, a bunch of awards, uh, state awards, and she's also an elder in her church. But the clip is so short, it's like 14 seconds. All you see is the girl punch her and then walk out the door. And it's mm-hmm. almost like, you know, what did, what did, what was said, what was, what was done before that to really, you know, prompt this student to punch an adult in the face. Now, you know what the funny thing was, and we brought this point up too. You know, if I'm, if, if he would have met that kid in the street and the kid would have done something to him, and he was to beat the kid up, wouldn't nothing happen to him because yes. it would be in self-defense. But Absolutely. a kid can hit him in the school in the face and he cannot do anything because the second he puts his hand on that kid, it becomes child abuse oh. just by being on campus. Because that's what he's on charges for. He's on charge. He, he's being charged with child abuse. Ooh, so, boy. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a situation where the teachers are handicapped. These kids have the power. Yes. They know it's one thing to have the power and not know. It's another right. thing to have the power and know that you got the power. Like that kid. And then here's the thing now. Let's let's think of it like this. Let's say he didn't do anything. And we brought this point up last night. Let's say he didn't do anything. Right. Doesn't do anything. 
teacher doesn't do anything, lets the kid do whatever, writes him up, the kid leaves his class. That kid is in his class the next day. And now we're going through this all over again. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, the the school system is set up in in a way where it's frustrating to teachers um, because we feel as though there is no backing. We don't we don't have any we don't have any aid in dealing with these kids because as soon as a parent comes up there, it's like, yo, the parent the parent's right. You know what I mean? So we're okay. not going to we, we the parent got to be right because. You know, one of the things that goes on a report card is the graduation rate. That's the school That's a part of the school report card. That's one third of the school's report card. The kids who graduate on time and then your then your kids retention, like the retention um, numbers. Um, basically, the more kids that are retained, that hurts your report card. So it's in the school's best interest not to retain kids. Gotcha. So thus the reason why, you know, in a lot of school, in a lot of school districts, you you can't give a kid lower than a 50 on the first quarter. You know why? Why we why where why there's a a a uh, oh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Why 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 they make sure that the suspensions are down? Why they make sure that the expulsions are down? Like to get expelled? Do you know what you have to do to get expelled? Like wow. you you legitimately have to bring. You could bring drugs on campus and won't get expelled. You'll get sent to the alternative school. You don't get expelled. Not expelled. Okay. If you bring a weapon on campus, then you'll get expelled. Like, so basically, Yusuf, it's 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 still it's about the bottom line. It's you about be- the bottom line. It's and the bottom that puts, line. That's and what you saying. And that puts the teachers in a defenseless position where mm-hmm. there is no way to deal. There was like I said, he could have done some different things in that video. There were some things. Yes, I, I, I honestly believe the teacher was wrong. Okay, let me say okay. that. I, I will say that because there's a different way to deal with it. Apparently, you've had this kid. But on the flip side of it, the way I would have tried to get to, 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 to kind of alleviate this, and I'm going to tell you what would have happened. I would have went to administration and would have told the administration, look, this kid is a problem in my class. I need him moved to a different class. They would say, you need to figure out a way to deal with it. Manage your class, classroom management. I went back because that's one of the key words they throw around, classroom management. You you got to have great classroom management. Okay, whatever. All right, so now I'm going to go in and, and, and this kid knows, oh, man, I got him. You know, so I'm going to keep acting up, acting up, acting up. And so we're going to continue to have these back and forths because a kid's not going to run my classroom. So we're going to keep having these back and forth, back and forth. And I'm going to write them up and I'm going to write them up and I'm going to write them up and they're going to continue keeping them. They're going to give him after school detention. They're going to give him lunch detention. They're going to suspend him for two days. But at the end of the day, he's not getting out of my class. He's still in the classroom. So at the end of the day, and I'm pretty certain from what I've seen on this video, like it, uh, uh, a little bit more background, the kid was upset because the teacher was writing him up because he wasn't in his uniform. Right. It's a private school and he you weren't in uniform. You're supposed to get written up. Mm. So how is it? You're upset at the teacher for doing this job. And now you out here, you, you out here calling them all kinds of N-words and everything else. 
and you're wrong. You're yes. wrong. You know what I'm saying? My, 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 I guess my question to you specifically is, and I, and I said, you said you've never been through it, but okay. He's been beat up before or jumped on, mm-hmm. but like when he threw the basketball and I know it's just a basketball, could that not at that point, could, why isn't the kid being charged with anything? Is it because kid, he's underage? Why isn't the kid being charged? Because he is a child on that campus. They believe that the teachers should be able to restrain and 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 withhold themselves and hold themselves to a higher standard than the kids, not go down to their level and this, that, and the third. And it's hard to do. It's extremely hard to do. I mean, you, it's, it's, it's crazy hard to do, but you've got to do it. If, if you're trying to keep your job and this, that, and the third, like you got to do it. And, and, and the, where we come in at, I'm going to tell you how taboo this is real quick. And, And we mentioned it on the show. Me and Josh asked so many teachers, so many administrators, so many other coaches, yo, this is what we're talking about. We need to get like some we want we would like for you to come on the show. You know, nobody would come on the show. Wow, are you serious? Because everybody was afraid of getting fired. Yo, okay. I don't want to say nothing that's gonna get me fired. I don't know what I would say, so I don't want to say nothing that's gonna get me fired. And I'm talking about intelligent people who can speak were afraid of this topic most wow. teachers most administrators are afraid of this topic because you're talking about a human reaction yes to a child that is your size and in some cultures considered a man yes and is acting in a man, man a manly manner and i I, I I was honest on the show last night, and I, and I told I, I, on the show I was just like, yo, I don't know, like I can't honestly sit there and say, hey, I would have walked away. I can't honestly say that I would have punched the kid in the face. But right, it, put in that position where it's him or me, I might not have hit him first. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it, you know, I I don't know, like it, you know, you hit me with a basketball, like. You know that's a little much, but I I don't think it warranted him. And I think the teacher, when you saw the you know once you once you start to see the teacher take his glasses off and all that, you the teacher was setting himself up. And I think he's going to end up going down for it, um, because it's on video, and they're right. going to say their their thing is going to be you could have removed yourself from the situation, like it, like and, and Josh said it last night, and I agreed with him. I would rather have walked out and went to the principal's office and got in trouble for leaving my class unattended. I was going to ask you that, Yusuf. And then what if something would have happened to one of the students while you walked out? It's like, to me, it's like a, a, a no win. Oh, no, situation. no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a lose lose. Like, because oh. you're going to get, although the principal would understand. And if you got a good principal, like my principal is a great, I've, I've had the pleasure of working for two consecutively, two great, um, principles. Uh, okay. And so, if I would have done it, first off, they know I don't leave my class like that. So, if I would have done it, they would have known that it was an exigent circumstance. And I would have told, like, me and my principal now have that relationship where I would walk up on them and I'd be like, yo, yo, 
Corey, I'm t- I had to leave that class before I whooped that little kid ass now. Like, <laughs> y'all need to go get that little motherfucker out of my room now. And that's, and that's, I mean, that's how I would have talked. That's how I would have, that's how, me and, 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 and my administrator, well, me and two of them, my principal and one of my assistant principals, that's how we talk. And I was like, yo, hey, look, you need to go get that motherfucker out. <laughs> go get that motherfucker out of the class before I got to get with him now. You better send. You better send Officer Sweat ass up there because I'm telling you. Yeah, you better. Oh, if I gotta go back up there, you might as well call the ambulance and tell Officer Sweat bring them handcuffs to my classroom. He gonna take me up. Okay. Um, but you know, that just all depends on the relationship you got with your administration. But it, like I said, the teachers did all kinds of things wrong. But okay. you get to that point, and honestly, I don't think. When he and, and and this was the point we brought up. Oh, he wasn't fighting that kid. Yes, in that video, he's not fighting that kid. He's fighting every single kid that ever said anything to him. He's fighting every single kid. Them kids that jumped him. He was fighting yes. them. Yes. In that moment, he reached that point. And the problem with the educational system is kids today have way 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 too much power okay they have yeah. way too much power from ieps to 504s you know you got situations where if a kid has a 504 you know a 504 is a behavior plan because this okay. little because and for a lack of better words and i hate to say it like this because this little motherfucker can't act right i gotta give him extra time on assignments like, no, yeah. like, that shit ain't right. He don't got no learning disability. He got a behavior right. problem. He has a behavior problem. Yeah. And half of that usage comes from the parents not parenting at home. They get away with shit at home, and then they come to then school they bring and they that shit. get away with the same shit. And not only that, but now, but now, here's the funny thing. They know you're supposed to give me an extra day to do my homework. I said, shit, you ain't going to do it tomorrow anyway. You ain't going to turn it in tomorrow anyway. I get extra day. It ain't going to come in. But I'm just saying, like, that's 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 the point. Like, these kids understand the power that they have. And it's it, it's it's just one of those situations. It's just one of those situations where there's, there's no win in it for the adult. The adult's going to lose if he's put in that situation. Because there's a point. Now, like I said, if you got to understand an administrator who, who would applaud you for walking away from this kid because the kid technically didn't do anything but hit you with a basketball and curse that kid might get three days home might three days maybe and three days later that kid's back in your class back in your class okay unless he's unless unless he's got a track record then it's like then 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 they'll send him to the alternative school or stuff like that but you know although the teacher dealt with it wrong um, everybody got that point, and even like I said, Josh said it last night. If it's life or death, and it's me or that kid, I okay. I, I got a family to go home to. So, and, that's, and I'm that's, gonna go home to my, my family. And that's why I wanted to get you on useless because you are in the classroom and you are a teacher and you are a man. No, and yeah, no. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. As someone who's doing it every day, I can only say what I would do. And that's why people say, Kim, you would be a good teacher. No, I wouldn't, because see. The first little ill man of mother plucker who say something to me. <laughs> you, you gonna, you gonna go, see, I'm not going to do no banter with no child. That's number one. 
And so all the rules and guidelines that teachers have to follow, see, I'm going to circumvent them because you are just not going to disrespect me. I don't give a damn what the 504, the IEP, and the 9 and the 9. You're not going to do that. I wasn't raised like that. You don't talk to your elders. You don't talk to your elders. So that's why I couldn't be a teacher because we're going to be scrapping, period. Not. Yeah, I mean, it's, and that's, and that's, and that's what, that's what makes it so hard um, for us to be in there is because you, you, you're a human and you're an adult and you, yes. you, you demand and command respect and everything else. And, 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 and in some way, every day you have to deal with lack of respect. Um, yes. Uh, like I had, a, I had a, a situation today in my class where, the kids have like portfolios due on Monday and this young lady does not have her have hers. She's not on track to finish on time. And she's turned around talking to um, one of the other students. And I'm like, yo, look, y'all, you know, you, you're talking, but I'm looking at your screen. This, your screen been the same way for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> like get to work. Like, and then you're going to turn around and tell me you need extra time. Nah, get to work. Then she starts, she starts mouthing back at me. And I'm just like, okay, look, I ain't asking for no, you know, and we kind of had a little back and forth, but at that point, I think she got the point. Like I was like, cause I like, I got these gestures that I do that makes the class laugh. And okay. it, it, I, I made a little gesture like, whoo, one more day. Okay. One, one more day. And I'm, and, and it's the weekend. I just got to make it through this day, Lord, without losing my job. And it's the weekend. And, yes. you know, and so it makes the class laugh and, 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 and it gets to a lightheartedness. But, you know, like they will come for you. And, you know, if you don't have a retort or something to calm them down or to make light of it, because you know, I, I had a kid get rude with me a day, and I said, "Oh, don't come for me if I didn't send for you now." You oh, okay. Remember, remember, remember that we, you know, this ain't that. Like we, we cool. Uh, you get that way. I got to get my way, and I don't do write ups. So we just gonna have some problems in here, and you know, and and it just kind of, it kind of calms them down because they know, oh man, Mister English should get with me. Like I had a I had a cuss out session with a kid once. Kid cussed me out. I cussed him, slam out. As he walked did, out the did door, did you get in trouble? Did you get in trouble? Oh no, because the kid is known. No, because it was between me and him. Like it was me, him. Okay. The class was around, and I mean, the next day, me and the kid was cool. And and I told him, I said, "Listen, you can't carry yourself like that." And, and actually, in all actuality, he came back in the next day with respect for me. And it takes me back to when I first started teaching. I was a long-term sub at Gibbs Middle School. And they gave me a, like a mentor teacher kind of to help me out because I was teaching a, uh, a a class. I was teaching science. I had no background in science. So they gave me like a head, the, the department chair. And she okay. was like, understand this now. You're going to have to every now and then turn over the tables on them because they need to know that you can get with them. Nice. And the yes. second they know that you can get with them. They won't try you, and I, re, you know, and I keep that in my head so that when I got with that kid and cussed him right back out, he came back in. Man, man, coachy, man, you cool, man. Yo, you you ain't write me up or nothing, man. All right, that's cool. We good, we good. Boy sat there, did his work for the rest. of After that moment, like right now, a lot of teachers can't get him to do anything. Me, I ask him to do it, he do it. No problem. So I mean, it's just 
it's, it's the relationship that you build with the kids and everything else. But the teacher, you know, to get back to your earlier point, yeah, there is a boiling point for us. And I think that that's why when <laughs> teachers get wild when they leave <laughs> the school, because yeah. you got so much built up stuff and that you go through every day from administration to district to the kids and the kids are just push you over the edge and don't let you have some personal problems. It really like it, it's really, really stressful. So, you know, I didn't mean to talk that long, but like I said, um, we had a whole our show ran long yesterday just talking about this. And because it, it it's a topic that it's something that nobody wants to talk about. Wants to talk about. Right. They and do. I and there's no need to be fearful of it because like you said, first you're you're human and then you're a man, you know, and I guess in the school system, you're a teacher first and then everything else is second. And that's why I know I could not be a teacher. I, I shout out to all the teachers. Wonderful. My nephew reading on the seventh grade level right now. Bless you. But if my nephew was that kid, get in his ass. Yeah. You just don't let a child run. You, a child just don't run up. And like you said, you you hit on it. That's just like with kids and DSS. Oh, hit me, mama. Hit me. You know, I got DSS on my number. I got their number on speed dial. You hit me, you're going to go to hell. They have all the power. And with the power, they're in control. They're in control. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, it's one of those things. It, it, it just, it, it, it's tough. Um, it's tough. It's tough. Um, and I'm gonna let y'all get back to y'all show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue to listen, but you, 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 as I can't even explain the feeling in the classroom, you know, I, I can't explain it because there's no way for you to even get what it is. We actually go through to, to, to get to that point. And I mean, the, 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 that kid, like I said, the teacher dealt with it wrong. Let me let me say that for the record. The teacher put himself in a bad spot, but and I think if I think he's going to be found guilty because of the video and and how it all went down. But okay. you know, these kids are privileged. Um, yes, they are spoiled. Um, they are given. They're 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 entitled. They're entitled. They're treated like adults in their home. So when they come to the school, they have no respect for adults because I'm already an adult. You can't say nothing to me. You're not my dad. You're not my mom. And I can call my mom and she could come up here and raise all kinds of hell as soon as I call her. You can't you you can't use yourself. I can't use my cell phone on campus. I bet you can't take my cell phone from me. You know, it's it, it, Oof. that's what we go through, the, the flipping of the necks and man you ain't gonna do nothing you know all of that you know i i I was at a school once where the kids turned the lights off and threw books at the new teacher through the textbooks Mm. and i would walk right out that classroom yo i had to i had to walk in what happened was i was the long-term sub um they hired an english teacher the English teacher came in. I was a good teacher. You know, I'm, I'm, I am I'm. consider myself to be a pretty good teacher. At the time, I had already had those kids for about half, about a good half of a semester. I had them for about a quarter, and they had gotten used to me, and they actually enjoyed being in my class. And so they they, they split the class up and gave her half of, half of, like, half of my classes. And 
the kids were like in rebel in like rebellion and like the first day they somebody cut the lights off and all you heard was boom 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 and then you heard her scream ow oh uh and she, i i went ran because it was like right across the hall I ran across the hall cut the lights on and i had to yell at them like hey man y'all don't act like that da, 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 da. everybody's laughing you know what i'm saying everybody's laughing and i'm just like and i'm looking at the lady she behind the desk in fear you know because and here's what happened administrators came down there were no cameras in the class the kids said they don't know who threw the book even though it was like 10 books at the front of the classroom on the floor and so they didn't write they just wrote the kids up gave everybody everybody in the class a day home because they couldn't prove anybody did anything wow so you know it's it's just it it's the power's in the kids' hands. The power is completely in the kids' hands. The kids and the parents. Because if the parents want to raise Cain, I guarantee you it change it they don't wanna see parents. They see parents. You could all them you could a parent could do so much. Parents some parents don't even know the power they, they have. Okay. They can make sure their kid gets straight A's if they want to. I was going to say, Yusuf, the parents control their bottom line. They and so yeah, because because administrators, y'all got to kind of put your hands behind your back and yes sir, yes ma'am to them. Because yeah, guess what? Guess what I'll do? I can take my kid over to this school, and that's the one thing you don't want. Them numbers, those numbers no. go down. When the numbers go down, it affects the the what you know what line that affects the financial money that comes in from the state. Mm. And through everything you said tonight, Yusuf, you know what I haven't heard? It hadn't been anything about the education. Oh, listen! It's the bottom line, the numbers, and the control. Hey, because because no, That's no, we're, we're because I and I've brought this up before too. Um, the South Carolina education, the kids do not perform well in college. Do you want to know why? Because South Carolina is one of the only states that puts standardized tests on the school report card. So standardized testing is a is a huge part of the school report card. EOCs. And uh, EOCs, ACT, and SAT scores go on the school report card. It's a huge part. So that's oh, why wow. that's why we're taught to teach to the test how testing strategies, vocabulary words, context clues. If I have to teach another kid how to use context clues, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> like, we have to teach them. We have so many. We have to go over vocabulary once a week. Now we're about to start these two, two day of, of the month meetings with all of of the English one classes have to meet to come up with strategies to get kids to pass the EOC because you get a great mark on your report card for the amount of kids, the percentage of kids that pass the EOC the first time. Wow. And so we're in we're literally they give us the standards from the test. I'm 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 trying to teach them how to write how to give a persuasive speech and I was told, "Hey, hold up." You know, you might not want to stay on that this long. I said, well, why? They said, because, you know, that's only there's only like one or two questions of that on the EOC. You might want to move on to something else. Move on to something else that's on the standardized test. There's something else that's more that one of the standards that are on. I'm like, yo, like. I don't care about my I don't care about my test numbers. What I care about is these kids when they leave me. I have kids. Kim and Lynn, I have kids that are reading on a second grade level mm. i have a girl wow. that i have a girl that can't divide 
She can't divide. My five-year-old can can divide. Oh, boy. Like, she can't divide. Damn near can't add. Tried to give me $9 today and was struggling. And so you and y'all are just going to push her through. She's just going to get pushed. Oh, through. no. Oh, yeah, because she has an IEP, which states that she's on this level. Her tests have to be read to her. Oh, that's another thing. Kids on the second grade re- reading level, right? Why are her tests orally administrated if we're trying to get her to read? Wow. So okay. now guess what happens is since all of my tests have to be orally administered, I no longer have to read. It's going to be read to me. Mm. So what am I being set up to do? Fail. Fail. That's right. Because as long, because get this now, if the teacher doesn't abide by the accommodations in the IEP, oh, that kid's going to pass that class. Gotcha. Oh, that kid's going to pass that class. Because they got, they got, they got, they have, they have stipulations on some of the ESOL students that says they can't get anything lower than a 60. A 60 is a passing grade. So a kid who can speak proper English can read proper English, but because they're considered an ESOL student, they can play like they don't understand and and pass the class with straight 60s. With a 60? When the hell in... 50 years of my life is 60 a passing grade. Well, they changed. Right. Oh, no, you know they changed the grading scale. Oh, oh, okay. Mm. Oh, we, oh, we don't know why? You want to know why? Kids why? from, because the grading scale was saying that uh, a, a, a 60, what was it, a 67 to a 72 was a D. A right. 73 to a 80 something was a C. 80 something to a 92 was a B. And then a 93 up was an A. What mm-hmm. was what was happening by that scale was kids were not academically eligible to play college sports because of the because of the way the grading scale was set up. So if a kid needed an A to pass a class and he got a 91, it was considered a B. So he wouldn't get that extra quality point that would qualify him. What happened was. A couple of okay. the a couple of the college coaches in the state of South Carolina got together and went to the state department and said, "Hey, we're crippling our kids because we're the only state that has this as the grading scale." So they changed it to the ten point, where it's sixty to sixty nine, seventy to seventy nine, and so on and so forth. Okay. Wow. Okay, so can I say um, the education system has now made me sad after this conversation? <laughs> Jeez. Listen, it, it, yeah. I, oh, I could, I, listen, if you ever want to have an educational system yes. conversation, saying, listen. It seems like we need, to have, we need to have a show with just, just about I could the go, I could go, man, for hours on the bullshit that South, the South Carolina Department of Education has put forth and what some of these districts are willing to do to keep their numbers, to keep their bonuses for people to keep their jobs and then they put so many so much pressure on the teachers like you know if if you do bad on the standardized test 
they'll move you. Like they'll put you on an improvement plan. And it ain't, mm. it, it, sometimes it's not your fault. Like you can mm. teach these kids till the cows come home. But if the kid is reading on a fourth grade level and the test you're giving them is on the 10th grade level, they're not going to pass. But the problem is they've been giving them, they've been teaching to the test since elementary school. Okay. So, I mean, and so now when reading went out the window because they started teaching them about context clues. Like I talked to the kids the other day. I said, hey, they didn't teach you how to cite, how to cite um, evidence in your paper. They was like, coach, all they taught us last year was race. What is race? Read, answer the question, something, and evaluate your answer. And I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> That's a that's a standardized test strategy. Like that's all y'all, they, coach. We know race. I said, but okay. I ain't asking you no question. <laughs> like, what oh, if they don't ask? No. What if you not ask the question? So mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 a weird dynamic. And what I have what I have chosen to do is not teach to the test in my classroom, and but to incorporate testing strategies in the way that I teach. So okay. Exactly. I've I've found a way. I found that medium that makes me not want to leave the classroom, um, at, while getting the kids what they need to pass the test. So, you know, it kind of it, it, it's 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 an interesting situation. But I mean, you know, I'm uh, I'm uh. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna let y'all get back to y'all show, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I, I don't, I don't got fired up over here. Fired? <laughs> I don't got, I don't got fired up. You don't got fired up. We're gonna have to get you back on the show so we can do some more because it's a shame, Yusuf. But like, I just wanted to, like I said, there was no. I have an opinion on it, but you do it every day, and I just had to get your input and your feedback on what you thought. You know, because like I said, you out there grinding with these kids and I know how passionate you are about kids, but sometimes there has to be a line. And I just said, I think we need to get producer on here to, you know, tell us what he thought about it. So thank you, Yusuf. No problem. No problem. Anytime, ladies. Sis. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, let's let let me say this right here. Back back to my man. You hit me with a ball. I don't give a damn. I'm I'm gonna hit you back. Yeah. I'm not walking out of class. I'm not doing all that. You can probably say anything. I can probably deal with the verbal abuse. But when you hit me with a ball, man, you could you could you could knock me out and give me an aneurysm or something. No, nah, it's or, a wrap. Or your fist, because that girl that hit that teacher with her fist in her face, that was a hot man. Was is that was the caption? Um, lesbian girl hits teacher. It was probably. Okay, because I saw something, but I didn't read it. I saw it um, as a as a um, a heading, but I didn't have a chance to read it. So, shout out again to all the teachers. You guys are wonderful, and just may the universe and God bless you because y'all are better than me. I'm just putting it one hundred. And sidebar, sis, I couldn't be a cop either. I would be a dirty cop. So. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I would be a dirty cop. Look here, I'll give you some. Okay, okay, all right. I'm gonna try to work that out. You know, I, 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 yeah, I would be a dirty cop. Just that it had nothing to do with nothing, but I would be a dirty cop. Oh my gosh, sis. 
Yes. Yeah. At twelve twenty-nine. Mm, girl. Are you on the struggle bus? No, I'm good. Oh, okay, well, so am I. But listen, I mean, since we off in the cuffin, look, since we off in the cuffin, what I mean, I got some most, I got, can I can I share two things? There are two things that we gotta share. I want to share with you because both of these stories made me think of you. And then we can kind of go from there. Because guys, we have, like I said, we have like a surprise i don't know and um we, i know it's late but we want to give you the best that we got so that's what we want to do but sis i need your opinion on something okay i read something and i said i know good and damn well i got to ask my sis about this right here because she gonna tell me what time it is all right sis here we go you ready a flight attendant you hear what me sis uh oh where my sis go i'm here Okay. Here. Okay. I'm sorry. I think I was muted. Okay. All right. I need you to. I need you to be on here because I need to hear you. Okay, sis. I'm here. A flight attendant on an airplane mm-hmm. breastfed an infant because the mama ran out of formula. Oh. Okay. Is oh. sanitary? Is that not gross? How you know she ain't got something? What the hell? Talk to me, sis. Talk to me. Oh, that's rough. You my, you my, you my mama expert. You my mama expert. I need, Lynn, it was a, it was a flight out of the Philippines. The flight attendant, obviously she must've had a baby sometime here soon, but the passenger ran out of formula. The the little baby was in distress. I guess she or he was hungry, and the flight attendant breastfed the child. I need okay. to know. I need somebody to tell me what the hell is that all about. Lynn, okay, so talk to me. If the baby was in distress, well, I mean, crying and hungry. That's all. Yeah, right. yeah. And if there was absolutely nothing else that could be done. If she is has already been breastfeeding, then you gotta assume that she everything's okay. That I could only do that in an absolute desperate situation. I don't know if that was that desperate. Okay, y'all, y'all ain't got no water. Some, some okay. milk. Some my, juice. my first thought to this was: You mean to tell me y'all didn't have no water to give the baby? I, okay, I get you, yeah. but you can, Lynn. The baby put his mouth on yeah. a woman's nipple. I'm just saying, how you know what that woman does or does not have? Right. And if she clean and oh, now see my baby, my baby got milk from other people, but not directly. <laughs> right, because they do it and put it in the thing and the. Yeah, he got, he got donated milk. He had to get donated milk because mommy couldn't couldn't produce anymore. Okay. But. I, that's a little, and I f- did feel some type of way about that, but I did not have a choice. Like that, it was the only way that he could be fed, and I couldn't do it, so I didn't have a choice but to find a way to be okay with him getting donated milk. But it's different because it's not direct, and they do whatever they do to make sure that milk is safe. Listen, so, this was baby mouth. To titty nipple. That's what it was. Uh-uh. That's a, that. It, we would have had to been stranded on a desert 
or on an island or something. The plane crashed and we were still alive and we stranded and my baby got to eat. Lynn, when I saw that, I was like, oh no, I know Lynn gonna freak out when she hears this. I'm like, Lynn gonna freak out when she hears this. And I was just like, I was I was just like, my baby. But now, you know what what the black nannies used to do back in the day? What they used to do back in the day? Breastfeed them white women churn. Okay, how you, were were they pregnant? Did they have churn? They might have. They probably did. Oh, Lord. Okay. Listen, you can, you can, well, yeah, they probably, they probably had some, I think they had their own children too. Lactation, you can start up even after having not been pregnant for a little bit. Don't ask me how. Okay. It can happen. But yes, they they breast that's what the nannies did back in the day. They breastfed them the little white babies. The white people are so lazy. <laughs> they don't even want to breastfeed their own damn children. You would not. Oh my god. You can't damn. They already wiping taking care of the babies, wiping their ass and cleaning them and everything else. They got to feed them with the nipple too. Here they go. Look, take taking the butter from the duck, as the old people say. Here they go. You ain't paying a twenty-five cent a day, and now you want to make them feed the babies. Twenty-five cent a day. Damn. You you remember the help? (laughs) (laughs) That's why she got that pie. Okay, so your your thing is, Lynn, you would have to be on a desert island with a plane. The plane would have had to crash, but we was all still alive. Okay. And my baby, and it was desperate. You would give the baby the milk from somebody else's titty before you gave him some ocean water. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, look at him. Since we're talking about airplanes, let me uh-huh. tell you the foolishness right here. Okay. So, there is this, I, I think he was Caucasian. If not, he was. When, when you're from England, what are you? What are you, an Englander? What are you doing? <laughs> English? Look, English, Londoner. Englander? Oh my God, English? Look here. British? There was a white man, okay? There was uh, a white it was, European? It was, huh? European? There you go. There we go. So he was either white or white European, okay? So he was on an airline called Ryanair. Have you heard about that? I want to say I, you told me about it. Okay. Well, let's tell the listeners about it. Because, you know, I'm all into the, the what's good and what's bad. So, this man is on Ryanair, and they're leaving from Barcelona, Spain to London. So, the woman who's sitting next to him happens to be um, African American. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? I might be lying. She was a woman of color. Okay. Um, I know she had locks, so but I'm not sure. But either way, she was sitting. He was sitting by the window. There was a empty seat between them, and she was sitting on the row on the seat by the by the aisle. Uh-huh. Do you know that he pitched a fit, went off on the plane. He was not gonna sit next to no dirty bastard. Uh-huh. carried on like a madman. There was a 
Caucasian or European man in the seat behind them. He stood up, Lynn. He was like, yo, what's wrong? Why, chill out, man. What, you know, come on, what you doing? You know, what, what's going on? He was uh-huh. like, dirty bastard. I'm not sitting next to no black. Okay. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. here's the trip part. They moved the woman instead of putting him, putting him off the plane. Oh, Lord. Another being black. You see what I'm saying? Why? I'm like, yo. Now, somebody, so somebody made a comment. Well, hopefully they put her in first class. No, put his ass off the plane. Right. About that. Put his ass off the plane. That's what I want you to do. I don't want you to put me in first class. I want you to call security and I because he's disrupting the flight. That's right. what Anything else less than that, it's not good enough for me. Uh, uh, uh. She's taking the high world, man. She's looking at him, trying, you know, like shrugging her shoulders, like, well, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you acting like that? You know, and she should have cussed his ass out. Uh, uh. It would have been me. We would have gone. I would have pulled a use of mother. You been beating him. <laughs> I, done, I done seen you in your fight stance. I'm just saying. And you know I can get down with the get down. So... <laughs> Okay, I'm just saying, but I was so disappointed again. You can't do nothing. Hashtag being black. Right. She doesn't pay for an airline just like you. And motherfucker, if you don't want to sit by me, then uh. get your ass up. How about that? Uh. Uh. If you got a problem, you get up. And I'm pissed off at Ryan Air for not making that happen. You weren't producing y'all's words. Well, listen, I'm sorry. That I don't got fired up over him being black. I'm right. Pissed. Being black, you know, being a teacher and you being black. Oh, that's right. Being black every damn week is something about somebody being black. Well, okay, since we're talking about flights, can I give you another one? Can I give you another one? Yeah, okay. Did you hear about the black medical doctor on the Delta flight? I think you told me. Did I tell you? I think I don't know. Okay, it sounds familiar. Somebody told me. Somebody must took it out because I've been because see now you you doing the podcast I try to keep some stuff from you. <laughs> we talked eleven times, you know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Well, my last airplane story. So we got the black woman on the Delta flight here domestically. There is a passenger in distress. Mm-hmm. The black woman happens to be a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. She goes to assist. The woman, here come the flight attendant. I'm going to call her ass a stewardess just because. Okay, here come the flight attendant asking her. She, she, she identifies herself. Hello, my name is whatever it is, and I'm a medical doctor. They ask her, are you sure you're a medical doctor? Are you sure? Are you sure? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm just playing. Key, key, key. I'm just playing. Okay, so this flight attendant goes to get another flight attendant. Now, here's a woman in distress on the airplane. They didn't say what was wrong with her, but obviously she had, she had fallen ill. The doctor pulled out her medical card. You know, like you have your little wallet-sized card? Uh-huh. Pulled out her medical card, and do you know they continued to question the card? Uh-uh. They did. And she said she started carrying the card, Lynn, because this is not the first time that her ass has been questioned about being a medical doctor. Hashtag wow. me Hashtag wow. me I'm just saying. That is awful. Now, do you notice in that story, there was nothing about how we going to help this woman in distress? Right. You see what I'm saying? Because 
God forbid, a black woman is a medical doctor. Right. Okay. I'm just saying, sis. I'm just saying. That is awful. That is awful. That is awful. And then you want to know why people of color feel the way that we do. And why we get everything side-eyed because we always got to do 10 times more and got to be 10 times better. Right. You know what I'm saying? That is so true. And especially today. But anyway, so that's that, those are my three airline stories. <laughs> wow. That was three? I think so. We did the um the man with Ray, Raynar Air. Okay, maybe two. I don't know. You know, it's that was two. See, listen, it's twelve forty two. Forty two. Yeah. Okay, sis. I got one more. Oh Lord. This is for you. This 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 is strictly for you. And, oh. Okay. Remember last week we were talking about Halloween and how you really didn't do the Halloween thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Sister, did you hear about the eleven year old? Oh Lord. Who put sewing no. needles in the Snicker bars <gasps> in North Carolina. No. In this particular neighborhood in North Carolina, the when the people started eating eating the candy, uh-huh. they had over five families call the police when they examined the Snicker bars. Sis, the eleven-year-old had put sewing needles in oh all of them. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm done. Yes, they did. And I'm I thought, please don't let my sister see this because next year, me and Edison, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's over. It's all the way over. Halloween is no longer um, a special occasion. They stopped the, Hall- the Halloween um, day. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's over. Halloween doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the government says that we have to stay locked in the house on Halloween. That's right. That's right. And so, and of course, sis, they took him to the psychiatric institution for evaluation. Oh, Lord. I'm like, no, he was bad as hell. He heard somebody talking about it, or he thought about it, and he wanted to hurt somebody. You got to be a little psycho for that, though. Man, you you, know, you got to be a bad You got some conduct disorder going on. Okay, all right. Well, well, we about to see, because that's what he did. And he was a relative of someone who lived in that subdivision. How about that? Oh, he didn't even live there. Live there. Yes, ma'am. I'm, I'm done. I am all the way done. I was like, oh my God. We will go to the store and buy candy next year. Yes, listen, listen. Just go to the store and y'all do whatever you need to do. I'll learn how to make my own candy. Do it in the house. <laughs> do it. <laughs> no, that took me back. Remember, okay, sidebar. Remember when they had the, um, the, um, this, uh, well, oh, sis, with the Tylenol. They had the cyanide thing with the Tylenol. Remember? Yeah. Back in the day. Okay. Mm-hmm. That had nothing to do with nothing. I was just, saying, I was just sharing that with you. Okay. That just kind of me that, but yes. You know, they had an episode of Law and Order like that, too. You know what? And, but sis, ripped from the headlines, girl. Ripped from the headlines. From the headlines. When I saw that, sis, I went to you and I must have said, I, I must say, I had a smile on my face when I saw yeah. that. <laughs> Because I said, if my sister saw this, you was like, Halloween is canceled in the English house. She checked any and all candy that's in her house right now. She's checking it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, now, see, you are, now I'm going to cut the snicker bar in half before I eat it. Yeah, darn it. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's a hot mess. Sis, what else you got off the cuff, man? What else you got off the cuff? I kind of, actually, I kind of, I, I had fun tonight, sis. 
Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, I don't, all over the place, but you know, I I love it because this because this is what we do. This is what we do. Is what is what we do on a regular basis, fifty eleven times a day. You talk about the airplane. How about the dude that built a house in the airplane? You heard about that? He did what? No, the airplane into a house. Okay. He bought an airplane, a seven fifty seven something. Ooh. Okay, well he had money. Okay, yeah, apparently. Okay. And had it transported to these woods in, and he bought it in another country. I want to say. Okay. Had it transported to the woods in somewhere in the Midwest, and just dropped down in the middle of the woods, and he has transformed it into a house. It's his house, his home now. Okay. The only question I have is, like, so the airplane no longer flies once he bought it. Purchased it, flew to the middle of nowhere, and put it in the woods. It's no yeah, it wings off of it and everything. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he paid X number of million dollars for an airplane. And twenty thousand dollars is what he spent all together buying the plane and getting it where he had to go. How many hundred thousand? One hundred and twenty thousand dollars. The plane yeah. was a hundred thousand. The transport was twenty. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What kind of plane? Well, hell, if that's the case, hell, man, you can probably get a plane. <laughs> I thought a plane costs millions of dollars. Well, one that works probably does. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay, but I, this one was is not a working plane. Okay, okay. I was like, he G seven. Go ahead, G seven. Don't do your thing, bro. I ain't yeah. mad. I ain't mad. Okay, okay, okay. Well. Um, okay, sis. Well, I mean, you know, I can talk to you for another hour, but it is 1247 a.m. Girl, what you want to do? What you want to do? Because, you know, I got another one for you. What else you got? What else you got? Oh, Lord. Oh, it's a 727, not a 757. I'm sorry. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. Sis, all right, this this is kind of, this is kind of sad, but not, it's, well, no, it's hashtag being black. Oh. Um... So a little black girl, uh, I forgot the state. I want to say somewhere up by Chicago, maybe Wisconsin, I think. Uh-huh. Oh, sis. Okay, so the little girl goes on a field trip with her class. Uh-huh. And it's kind of like Mir's situation. Um, it ain't but a couple of us in the class. Okay. On the field trip, three of her compadres, Caucasian girls, they tied a rope around her neck, <laughs> broke her skin, and um, commenced to choking her. Oh my God. Okay. This is on a field trip. This is on a field trip. Where did you get a rope from? Don't know. That wasn't that wasn't in the thing. But here's the thing. They had to go get back to the school. They did not notify the mother either uh-uh. on the trip or when they got back to the school. Oh, she no. found her daughter like that when she picked her up. Yes, ma'am. Oh my gosh. I want you to see the picture. Her oh. neck is deformed. It is she is going to have had to have plastic surgery on her neck. They were trying to kill her. Yeah. 
they were trying to kill her. But anyway, the mother sued and she won $68,000 for medical bills. What the hell? What is that? This would probably be traumatized the rest of her life. Lynn, I'm going to find that picture. Lynn, the the mark that is on her neck, Lynn. Okay, I see it now. See it, okay. Yep. Tell the listeners where you got it so they can see it. This is what the, this is what those these girls did to her. Oh my God! I just typed in typed in girl tied rope around girl neck. <laughs> okay, and it's 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 a, it's an African American girl neck, right? Yeah. And it's a picture Waco, of Texas. Okay, okay, sis, is that not a hot mess? Oh, that is awful. Why did they only get sixty eight thousand dollars? That little girl is going to need counseling. Yeah. Plastic surgery. Do you see her neck, sis? Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something, sis. If that was my child, my niece, my something, I'm going to find out who them little chicks are. I'm going to find out where they live. Somebody going to get their ass beat. I'm telling you. that You can't get it. insisted it was an accident. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. In Waco, Texas. Okay. Okay. And they requested five point three million and only got sixty-eight thousand. What kind of bull crap is that? What kind of bull crap is that? Exactly. Hot mess. That made me angry because you know what we do? Because as people of color, we are so forgiving and understanding. You know what I'm saying? No, go find them and whoop up on and whoop up on some butt. That's what they need to do. That pissed me off, man. Oh my God! I was oh, she was standing by a swing that was hanging off of a tree mm-hmm. when she felt the rope around her neck. So that's where they got the rope from. Well, guess what? That then that means it was intentional. That means you've been sitting around in y'all trailer parks talking about hanging black people. Yep. Because why else would you do that? Why would you think it's funny? Why would you think it's an accident? You see what I'm saying? They would, they would have killed her. My they her. If they would have killed her, Lynn, it would have been a cover up and they would have said she did it. They would have said she did it. She committed suicide. That's what would have happened. That's what would have happened. Play with it if you want to. Okay, me me and producer fired up tonight. We fired up. Okay, but anyway. But yeah, this fired me up. But I'm but, but sis, I'm saying here's a sixth grader. You see, and you know, I am convinced that, you know, this hate shit is taught. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, definitely. So now here you are trying to work hard. Mama probably got one or two jobs, three, four, or five, so she so that her child can get a better education. So she can go to the private school. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to put them around little Becky's and then look what happens. Look what happens. That's awful. Yeah, that's awful. That's awful. You can't you can't tell me that that young woman will that, that young girl will, will be the same. She's scarred for life. And what's gonna and I wanna know what's gonna happen to those to those to those girls who did it. Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah, that's what I wanna know. That's what I wanna know. But anyway, okay, sis. I, those are the things that I want to share with you because um yeah, I, I was pretty fired up this week with a whole bunch of Oh stuff. yeah, that's man, listen. Well, on a lighter note, Real Housewives of Atlanta's back on. Yes, I know. It's we recorded it Sunday. We gotta watch it. Today or to, we'll watch no, it. Ain't watching. Mm-mm. Right. You messing up the conversation. I know. Okay. Well, no. We 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 we'll talk about it. Um. Is did they show Nene and Greg? Yes, ma'am. 
and Greg is really going through the cancer thing. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so now, and I know it's reality TV, but this is some real life stuff right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I'm going to tell you something, and I hate to say this, sis. I bet you they got extra money to let them film this. I, I guarantee you, because I think he gets a million dollars or every episode or every two episodes or something. She's well, a reality show. Girl, listen, the Lynn and Kim podcast is going to be a reality show after um the Five Life put on someone out there. You watch. Man, listen. 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 I'll take a million dollars an episode for y'all to film me um having anxiety attacks and beating Mary Edison and trying to cook dinner and do homework and have to bring some Look, that's boring. You're going to have to bring some fire. You're going to have to run at the door with your off or something, you know what I'm talking about? I can bring some fire, you know. I, me and you know, me and their daddy argue or something. You, know what? you just say I'm pitiful. I'm not. Is that your fire? You and the daddy arguing? Look, I I get into it with both of the baby daddies. Oh, both of them. You, know, you know what? I don't even know what to do with you with that right there. <laughs> we get CJ daddy. We get. Mary Edison daddy. We'll, yeah, we'll have a whole thing. You know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. All right. I'm 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 gonna let you stew on that and see. You know, ex-wives. Oh, we got it. We good. Okay. All right. Okay. Y'all gonna be throwing drinks and pulling hair. Yes. Jump across the table. Jump across the table. That's yeah. her. her name, Evelyn Lazada. Evelyn Lazada. Yeah, that's her. She loved to jump across tables and throw stuff. <laughs> Okay. But listen, some people be having quiet shows like the Shawnee show with the court. Where's it called? Um, with Shawnee and them. And with Shawnee and her children. Yeah. Okay, can I have a sidebar right quick? Sidebar. <sighs> Shawnee O'Neill nose is not cute. Oh, Lord. Hey, Shawnee. <laughs> Shout out to Shawnee O'Neal if you ever listen to her. Nothing I, to do with I, But Lynn, her nose, it, it's a little weird. Come on now. You ain't you ain't never you have never had a thought about her nose. Come on now. No, well, maybe I didn't identify it as her nose. I always thought that there was something weird about her face. You trying so to her nose. You trying to be nice. Okay. Not. Listen, okay. that's just a sidebar. We don't have to get into it. I was just saying. Now I, I have to Google her. Watching that show. I watching the real was it the um oh. basketball wives mm-hmm. and the the court side with Shawnee or whatever, sis. Her nose is a hot mess. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a little rough. Ooh, okay. Ooh. And, if they, like flying. and listen, if they get the wrong camera shot and get up under there, ooh, look, look, look like it's flying away. Okay, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. It's, this, it's a little weird. Shout out to all the shiny lovers, not hating. We just make an observation. Just make an observation. It. That's what we do. Okay. Sit. She's still cute though, but she's cute and she has. Their show ain't got no drama. It's cool and calm and you know. Okay, another sidebar. So how you go from cussing people out on? Um, basketball wives, and then you go home and got the nice shiny. I'm a mama show. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, sis. I'm just saying that's just good point. Good question. Okay, I'm just saying. 
in the same place. So the night before you out there cussing out with Tammy and throwing bottles and, you know, all kind of foolishness. And then you go home and be mother of the year. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many kids they got? Huh? How many kids do they have? They have... I think it's they have four. I think they I think they have five. I think Shawnee has five and four are with Shaquille. The oldest boy is not Shaquille's. Oh, the little the little one with the hair. The little I, brown one, the model. Okay, maybe. The, the one Sharif, who is the second oldest, the one who was supposed to go to UCLA, he yeah. is that that's where Shaquille's kids start. And then I think it's two boys and two more girls. I think. Okay. Yeah. So the, the oldest one is the one that's the model. I'm not sure. I don't follow it like that, but the oldest, the oldest one is Shawnee's child, not Shawnee and Shaq's child. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Okay, sis. Well, I'm kind of half excited. I want to get to our other man. It's a long podcast tonight, but I feel like I feel like yeah. it's five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm wide awake, girl. Listen, these people ain't gonna listen to all this foolishness. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> don't say that. We'll tell them like we did. Y'all gonna listen. Listen to, listen to it in segments, okay? Like, listen to the first hour Monday, <laughs> the second hour Tuesday. Uh-huh. And then, you listen to it in the same day? Uh-huh. And then, then listen to it in the same day? And then the third hour on another day. You know what I'm saying? So you get, you get three for one. I'm just saying. You know? I'm just saying. Because tonight, well, this is what, but this is what we do off the cuff. You see? True. Okay. What's this? Now, is there anything else that you want to share with me since you love me so much, since you're my little sis? Or do we want to go to this special part of our podcast that we're excited about that we want to share with the listeners? Special part. Okay. So what we'll do is we're going to go to our special part and we're going to say that for the first time, in our young life, our young six-episode life, we got two questions from the A&E um, email. Yay! I'm clapping. Are you clapping? You're not clapping? Yay! Yay! Okay. Um, we checked the email, and we got two questions asking our opinion on two situations and I don't know about you sis but I was around here acting like I had won the lottery huh? I'm just saying I was saying as it was a happy the more emails we get the more it feel like we won the lottery y'all we can't email ourselves we can't email ourselves but you can email us anything you want us to talk about anything that you are going through and you want our opinion just whatever it is put it in the email but we were so excited so um remember we are counselors we can't give advice well yeah that that's true that's true so lynn i'm gonna say without further ado (laughs) first ever email question from the A and E email. You want to do you, which, which? You want to do your question first, sis, or you want me to do mine? No, you do your question. Okay. All right. 
So we got an email from a listener and it's a, I guess we can say, what do we think about this? Okay. So here's the scenario. There is a birthday party for a gentleman and the gentleman is seeing a woman. The gentleman's children are planning the party. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the woman, I'm trying to paraphrase without reading the, the thing. The oh. woman has been invited. Well, she's only been seeing this man for about four years. And they're older. Okay. They've been seeing each other for four years. And she's only met his children once. Oh, okay. Okay. So the birthday party is this weekend and the invitation, she did get an invitation. It did come late. Uh. Okay, that, oh, right, right. The invitation came late and so the question is sh- should she be upset that the invitation came late and that her children were not invited. Mm. I know, right? Well, who did the inviting? Well, wait a minute. Do her children have a relationship with him? They yes. know him? Okay. Yes. yes. And yes, her children have... You know what I think we're going to do? I think the next time... Because I wasn't sure how to do this part because we've never done it before. So... I think we're going to do it like Steve Harvey the next time. And, you know, like the, what is it? The strawberry letter? Yeah. Next time I'll just read the letter. Okay. Okay. But anyway, so yes, the after, over the four years, the the children of the woman, they have a really good relationship with this man. Okay. He's invited to all of the stuff that goes on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the question is, should I be upset that my children were not invited to the dinner. Who did the inviting? The daughters, the ch- the man's children did okay. the inviting. Yes. Yeah, I would question that. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about upset, but I would definitely question. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Did you... Did you just yawn on the podcast? I sure did. Shut up. Okay. Um, it is one o four, ma'am. Okay. So I would definitely. I don't know about upset, but I would definitely question. I would feel some type of way about that. You would feel some type of way, okay? But I mean, could it be because, like, I'm assuming that her children and his children never met each other? Um. From the way the email read, I'm gonna say no. Okay. It, it kind of read like, oh, well, like an out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Well, like, then, I don't know y'all. So, but then would you not expect the gentleman in this case to say, well. right, right, I, that, and that's what my I'm thinking. Okay, if he didn't actually do the planning and his children did, you can't really blame him. And it's not a surprise. Um, it didn't state. It didn't okay. say it was a surprise party. But my my feedback would be 
I would hope that if it was my man or boyfriend or girlfriend, I would hope that he or she would have enough gumption about themselves to say, listen, I need these people to be at the party. Uh-huh. Okay. And I don't know about being up. I don't know about being upset and you can only, if, if it's not stated in the email, you can't really say if I don't want to add anymore because what I just gave you was what the email said. And it said, should I be upset that my children were not invited? Yeah. So we're going to respond back and, um, you know, give us some feedback guys. What, what do you think? I'm saying I'm like you address it, but don't be upset. Uh-huh. He, if if he wasn't in control of doing it, you don't know what that communication was, and at least you got the invitation. All right, you know what I'm saying. So, but anyway, more so. Um, thank you for the question. Thank you for valuing our opinion. Um, so, I I say I co-sign with you, sis. Um, talk about it, but don't be upset about it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because it could have been an oversight on their part. Listen, and then next time, don't invite their ass nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you do that, sis. Okay. But anyway. (laughs) Okay. All right, sis. What about email number two? Okay. Number two. That that was yours. You said you were going to do that one. Email number two. Huh? Um, the boyfriend. About the boyfriend? Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't actually have it, though. (laughs) You know what? You know what? Well, just just do the thing like I did. Just just get just um, give a just paraphrase what it what it's saying. About the boyfriend. The boyfriend still being friends with the girl, ex-girl. Right. Right, 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 Girl, you know what? We're going to have to start doing this at 6 o'clock because oh. your brain is dead as a doorknob right now. Oh, all the way gone. Okay, okay, okay. Are you with me now? Yes. Okay. So, basically, without reading anything, the question is, should, in a relationship, you know, girl and a boy, a man and woman, whatever, he is still friends with his ex, at least one. Should she be upset that he is still friends with an ex, somebody that he dated, somebody that he has been intimate with, things of that nature? Should she be upset or should, should she re- Quest that he not be friends with an ex. Ooh. How that work? Uh. Ooh. Uh. Okay. All right. Friend. Okay. Male friend, friends with a ex female friend, but they had sex. Yeah. That means they dated. Ooh. Okay. How long ago? Ooh. I don't think it said how long ago. Okay. Ooh, ooh, that's mm, okay. Um, and what? How? Mm, how? Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. Okay. First of all, you don't struggle with that one, huh? Okay, but, okay. Let me. Let me. Let me say this. 
I am very good friends with an ex. Okay. Um, and I am in a committed relationship now. Uh-huh. And so uh, for 13 years, shout out for 13 years. Okay. Um, okay. I know. Right. But anyway, um, and I am very good friends with an ex. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I have invited my ex to um, gatherings at my mom's house because we're cool like that. And there's absolutely, we dated 30 years ago, we were both kids, but we dated for 10 years. Uh-huh. Okay. So my partner now knows that there's nothing to worry about. Right. Okay. So I think you can be friends with your ex. Now, I think there has to be full disclosure, though. Um, we st- we go to lunch sometimes, maybe probably like maybe twice a year. You know what I'm saying? We'll just call each other. But how's the trust level in your relationship? I don't like people telling me who I can and cannot be friends with. I don't I, I don't like that. I don't like that in a relationship. Hmm. But that's, ooh, that's, that's rough right there. I, I, ooh, I'm going to say if they haven't, be okay with it until they prove that they can't be trusted. That would be my answer. Because I, I do think that, I do think that males and females, because two of my very best friends now are males. Okay, well, circumstances are a little different, but anyway. <laughs> I'm going to say, okay. Well, I I can't say that I I cannot say that I am friends friends with any I I mean, still in contact, say hey every now and again, a couple. But friends? No. Okay, friends like hanging out friends like now, now here's the other thing. If you were friends prior to getting in the relationship, okay, and then when you met your significant other, you introduced them, you know, hey, this is my friend. We, yes, we used to date in the past, but we are dear friends now. I think it's all in how you do it, but uh-huh. I say you, you go in with the side eye. You want it could be something that's not there, right? You know. And then again, it depends on how long. Now, if 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 y'all had sex last week and we started dating yesterday, yeah, now nah, I might feel some type of way about that. I ain't going to lie, right. you know. So I guess it would be, how long ago was the relationship? Is that person in a relationship now? Are we kind of friends with both parties? You know what I'm saying? Is this single person or whatever, or the best friend, the female? Are you your significant other do you talk to the other girls you know so if we were counseling session i would ask you know right i would say don't drive yourself crazy about it because whatever you do in the dark will come out in the light oh yeah and so don't go digging you know what i'm saying and just put your trust there because that's all that you can do that's what i would say yeah definitely dig but uh um now I know I have a significant other type person that is friends with X ex or X's. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Okay. I have, well, they say I have been with a person who had, who is friends with exes. Okay. Who was friends with exes. And it's strictly platonic. Yes. No flirting, no little side comments when nobody looking. Well, hell, not that I know of. Okay, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Sometimes that's just in your nature when because you done been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? And so you just I don't think so. I have I have witnessed the interaction, you know, with one of them before. And no, I would I would say no. Okay. Okay. Well, um again, I'm excited. I think I'm a little bit more excited than my sister. I think my sister is excited, and you could probably hear it about three hours ago. But since we waited to the end, because she she on the struggle bus. Listen, I want to give a shout out to FB and RW. Um, Those were the initials of the people who sent the email. We're not going to put anybody on blast. Send us more questions. If I hope that we answered your questions. We're really excited. I'm really excited about that. Uh, Like I said, I felt like I won the lottery because that means that someone's listening and that means that you care enough about our opinions to ask, you know, for our thoughts. So that means a lot to us. So um, again, shout out to FB and RW. Keep sending the emails. I hope that we gave you answers that will help you with your issue. And um, that was our very first listener question. I'm, I'm excited about that, sis. I hope one time, one day we can just do a show with nothing but listener questions because we got like 500 in the inbox. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I know. I know. That would be amazing. It's go- it's, and it's going to happen. And it's going to happen. All right. Okay, sis. Um, do you have anything for, you know what time it is. What time is it, sis? This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. What you got, please, sis? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, this right here ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm sitting here looking at bitmojis. Okay. <laughs> okay. They got really cute little hairstyles on here for your bitmoji. Okay, so why are you looking at bitmojis? Oh, I know why you're looking at bitmojis. Okay. Yeah. I got okay. Okay. Okay, so yeah. That, that really didn't have nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, really. nothing to do with nothing. It's cute though. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cute little hairstyles. I might have to pick me a hairstyle off off of it. Okay. Hey, I want this. And then and then show the picture of the bitmoji. Right. Okay. Yeah, I want that would work. Anything else? Um, no. I ain't got nothing. This ain't got nothing to do with that. Okay. Well, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, sis. You know that fifty-two week challenge that you do where you put money in Yes. Okay. Why? I always digging it and can't keep the money going for fifty two. Oh, <laughs> Listen, well, you can't motivate me to do it then. Yeah, I needed some gas money the other day, and I was on the struggle bus. I had to go on my fifty two week job and get some gas money, and I promised myself that this year I was going to make it through the entire fifty two weeks without going in that jar. I need to put it in the bank so I don't have access to it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Okay, sis. Okay, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. You know 
and for the listeners, my Bluetooth broke about two months ago. Right. My ghetto ass took some packing tape and taped the packing tape. <laughs> well, that's what I did with mine, so I ain't mad at you. Okay. Okay, but sis, I done had it around my neck and wearing it every day. <laughs> the tape done lost its elasticity. <laughs> oh, Lord. And sis, when I saw it today, <laughs> the left side was hanging down past my clavicle. <laughs> oh, gee, not the clavicle. <laughs> Hanging down past the, past the clavicle. Listen, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. So my question is, why in the hell won't I just go call AT&T hey, or another, another damn Bluetooth? That's a good question. <laughs> just, just lazy. Lazy. Yeah. I rather put the table because where the AT&T store is, I don't go on that side of town. And I don't feel like going down there. But Because what happens is you know, I went to the mall with my mom tonight, right? Uh-huh. And I saw the man staring at my neck. <laughs> <laughs> it happened in public? Oh, Lord. I did, I'm saying I didn't know it. Because, you know, I just have it around my neck. I didn't know that it was hanging to the left. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, jeez. So he was looking at me, and, you know, we were talking. And I, I said, why the hell is he? Because it, it, it was obvious he wasn't staring at my breast. You see what I'm saying? So... I kind of glanced down, sis. The damn thing done shifted all the way down. I'm like, I be John Brown. Got the mighty. Okay. <laughs> that ain't had nothing to do with nothing. So, needless to say, I think I need to go get me another Bluetooth. Yeah, I'm thinking you do. Okay. And, sis, this ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Last one. You like Papa John's pizza or Pizza Hut pizza? Papa John's. Okay, listen. Chantel done hooked us on Papa John's pizza. Man. Listen, Lynn, I thought Pizza Hut had the best pizza. No, ma'am. And I don't care nothing about what Papa John said or how she called somebody nigga. I, he did something. Well, that was, that was the CEO, man. No, we, we got Papa John's right over here in the hood right. that's run by, the franchise is run by a black man. Yep. But, my, but my point is, since that's only the second time in my life I've had Papa John's pizza. What? And that's been in like the last. Well, you know, you know how every time you talk to me, I'm I'm ordering pizza, right? I declare. That's where I'm getting from. Okay. And they had. I tell you why Chantel ordered them tonight because it was buy one get one free. Well, there you go. Because she said, "Hey, you want pizza tonight?" And I was like, "Sure," but I had no idea that Papa John's pizza is off the chain. Uh huh. It is. Ain't nothing like it. I was the whole Pizza Hut, you know, raw raw Pizza Hut girl. Yes, that Yes, ma'am. I ordered from Pizza Hut recently just because it was cheaper, and Papa John had no good deal going on. But I wanted to get it tonight just because of the deal. But I I, believe it or not, I couldn't believe it because you know Friday is my no cook day. Okay, I'm not even thinking about it. Okay. Um, I wanted it just because of what the deal was, but I didn't want pizza, which I couldn't believe. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't want pizza? Who does that? Guess what? And you not wanting pizza ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It ain't got nothing to do with nothing. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing either. This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. 
Okay. I love a Friday, man. Friday is like the bomb day. <laughs> okay, look, okay. <laughs> you know that? Like Friday is Sundays are depressing. Oh. Friday is like the greatest day ever. Okay. That's my favorite day of the week. Okay. They ain't got nothing doing that. I'm just I'm doing that. Well, since you're talking about something that's good, why am I sitting here looking at my granddaddy Earn? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? It's just I just kind of look to the left. For those who don't know, my granddad died, God rest his soul, what, two, three years ago? <laughs> and it wasn't funny. Four years ago. I don't know. And oh, but it wasn't funny, but every time I think about a granddaddy's service. I know. Okay. Liz, can we can, can we tell can we tell the listeners? Oh my God, we've been on for three hours, but I'm having so much fun tonight, sis. Can we talk about can we talk about the service? <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not laughing that grandpa died. We laughing oh. Okay. Quick story and then we're gonna and then we're gonna let you guys go. Okay, so my granddaddy died. My granddaddy wasn't um, a church-going man. So we were not going to be hypocritical and take granddaddy to a church. That's not what we do. So we had a graveside service. My oh, sister, Lynn, was the officiant. All right. <laughs> and you did such a good job, sis. Oh, thank you. Thank you. My friend, Sonia, did the music. Shout out to Sonia. Goldie. Oh, Goldie. She was in charge of the music. Uh, best friend Kenny, uh, read the scripture. Shout All out right. to Kenny. <laughs> All right, Kenny Rock. Kenny Rock. Uh, aunt, let me see. Cousin Barbara, uh, did the prayer. Very All good right. job. Shout out to Aunt Barbara. I remember that. Cousin Barbara. Okay, and I was. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather wanted his ashes spread over my grandmother's grave. What? I still see it? Oh my God. Okay, hold on. I still see it? My so, um, my lovely, wonderful friend Sonia <laughs> played the song I'm Ready by Tracy Chapman. Yes. Yes. I don't. I can't. I, I won't sing it because y'all will get off the podcast. Okay. But if you if you want to hear the song, Tracy Chapman, I'm ready. Okay. So I get the the ashes. My my grandfather requested to be cremated. So I have the ashes, and I am spreading the ashes over my grandmother's grave to the beat of I'm ready. So you would have had to be there. Hold on. So I'm crying because me and my granddaddy were dead tight. So I'm crying and I'm shaking like every four five seconds. I'm just, you know, I can't make it down. I can't make it down. So my oldest brother Terry, shout out to Terry. He comes to console me. She was shaking on the beat <laughs> with a little two-step. So, it's about, it's about, it was 
was a gravesite dance. It's about eight minutes into me trying to take the ashes out. So my brother comes to console me, and he takes the ashes from me. <laughs> he commences to shaking the ashes so damn hard that they start flying all over the place. They're blowing everywhere. They all in lid. They all in lid hair. All in lid mouth. <laughs> they all. They done flew all on Kenny's shoes. <laughs> oh God! I got them all on my shirt. All on my jeans. He's just funniest scene ever. I wish we recorded it. Oh my God! You had to be there, guys. It was so funny and sad at the same time but he got to shaking them ashes and then <laughs> he started going all over the and everybody was like oh, <coughs> coughing <laughs> okay okay you had to be there you had to be there I wish we recorded it I swear we should, that should have been you know how sometimes I'm like don't, don't record at my funeral that should have been recorded that every time we all get together and talk about that everybody cracks up so with all that being said i'm sure granddaddy felt real loved and happy during that moment because that was you talking about keeping it real that, that was the funniest thing i had ever been a part of you know granddaddy would have laughed too so you're right yes 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 happy. 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 i'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> You said, you said, you said, ooh. <laughs> and you start wiping your mouth. <laughs> I think you were right next to me. I was. I was right there in the front. Oh my like God. Standing right in front of the grave. You, oh you had granddaddy all over you, okay? And everybody out there. Yes, it was so. It was so. Took a little piece of granddaddy home with him. Yes, everybody took a little piece of bone and a little piece of ash. That was so damn funny. Oh, my God. And it was so lovely because my granddaddy was 94, but all of my friends and my mother's friends, everybody was there to support us, and everybody loved granddaddy. And it was the most amazing, funniest ceremony. It was so funny, Lynn. I'm so glad you brought that That's going to make that's gonna make me take a, have a smile on my face tonight. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, it wasn't... I mean, sad but not sad. Sad but not sad. Yeah, sad but not sad. Yeah, everybody was wiping, wiping, wiping dust and ashes and and bones out their hair. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's bring it back together, sis. Let's bring it back together. Right. That didn't have absolutely nothing to do. Nothing to do with nothing. That it was fun. Hard. Yes, it gave the listeners to get a chance to get to know us. So with that being said, since we have been on this podcast, because that's how much we love to talk, and that's how much we love our listeners. Three hours. What, sis? I don't feel like it's been three hours. Either. Oh, because this, I'm telling you guys, this is what we do. We just talk. So natural, and we talk about anything. Everything. And nothing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to give a shout out to our Defy Life team over there. Um, we got all type of great shows 
on the um, on the network. Um, a special shout out to uh, the um, <clears throat> the Staley and English show. Um, you guys need to check it out. Thank you so much to our producer Yusuf. Thank you for that feedback tonight, Coach. We appreciate it. That's why we've been on three hours. I know, right? I know, right? I know. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to uh, the two people that emailed us. I ask you again, guys, we want to do this. We want to do this for you. Make sure you email us. Lynnandkim.aen at gmail.com. Give it to them one more time, sis. Now, see, what if I ain't remember it? (laughs) Just throw it back to me. Just throw it back to me. lynnandkim.aen at gmail.com yes ma'am yes ma'am well it's about that time guys until next week um we love you thank you for listening i know this is called off the cuff we just went off the top of the dome so what i want you to do is keep us with you all week listen to a little bit monday listen to a little bit tuesday listen to a little bit wednesday and Thursday because we're coming back to you next Friday. All so, right. so get it done before before next Friday because we're coming at you again. We Wait, love episode you. Episode seven. Episode number seven. All we right. love you guys. Again, shout out to Defy Life, the, the Defy Life team. Love you guys over there. Thank you again. Um, sis, I am Kim, the big sis, and you are the little sis. And we are out. I don't know. You gonna hear that? Listen closer. That, my friend, is the deafening sound of focus. It drowns out all the useless noise that can clutter the moment. Naysayers don't exist. Haters? Smaters? The peanut gallery? Who's that? When you're in your zone, all that noise and all that buzz is just elevator music. So, enjoy your journey, focus on your goal, and bask in the quiet roar that is progress. 
Cause when it's your time to shoot that shot, spit that verse, or close that deal, the only voice that matters is yours, the fire life.